4: Here's the first note I ever got back on Barraxia on the pilot. It said, nothing else, but this is the worst piece of shit I've ever seen. Do you even know how to make television? That was it. That was the note? That was it. Yo, that's not a note. That was the
3: note.
2: Jade Black was started out of frustration of
0: (laughs) <laughs> Wait, what? What are you doing? I'm are opening, you out of your gosh dang mind? I'm opening mind? It with the
2: sponsors,
0: dude. You are out of control, sir. That's asking a lot. Should,
2: should I? Should, I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. The shades are dubbed, dude. Go ahead. We're man. gonna open with it. Hey, welcome back to Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. Facts now validated mm-hmm. by a streaming award yes, that we one won.
1: Award and opens with the sponsor read. <laughs> 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 Unfucking real, dude. Oh,
2: also, sorry, sponsors. Our rates have doubled. <laughs> Award-winning number one podcast in the world. Hit that subscribe button for me, please. We love you. Thanks for you guys for listening to this podcast. Uh, we've had some great episodes in the in the in the past week, and it's coming up on the holidays. So we're really stacking them in. And hopefully you're bored over the, the holiday break and you can
0: listen to us. Well, what probably happen. When yeah. you're chilling with your family oh. back home, it's like it hey, at night, you just got nothing to do. You'd be surprised how bored you get over oh, the holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially in the Midwest. Oh my is god. That how it was for you too? Oh, oh, just like nothing yeah. to do. Hey,
1: speaking of Christmas, is it, it it's probably. About Christmas bonus time, right? Would you say? It, bonus, Christmas bonus, 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 bonus. 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 Yeah, it's a thing. Like you incentivize your employees, your right. postman, your, you know, my maid, I'll, I'll pay back home in Connecticut a little bit of money for cleaning up the place. Yeah, just. It's always little good little to sometimes. trickle yeah. down Wait, a lot really? of that cash. Yeah. Oh, like yeah, say you made, say, 100%. I don't know, you made. Pff, Four and a half million dollars off a fight or something like that. Right. Just, you know, you'll just be like hypothetically, which is right. Hypothetically, of course. You'd just be like blah blah blah. A little trickle down action. Right. Uh, little little democratic like a little liberal. President. Trickle down. Oh, it's president. I don't know about all that, but uh, I,
2: I yeah. am gonna get a girl. I, I care about a gift. I told her to send me her wish list. I'm I'm What I'm, the fuck I'm are you a, to- I'm finna drop five racks on this girl? Bro, she's she's been so nice to me over the years, like, and I I don't know, I've just been a little like selfish in my Who, relationship with her. I, can I, I'll tell you, and you'll you'll know. You'll tell me if she deserves
1: it.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. She does, She's right? actually part of the reason we won the streaming award. I'm not going to lie. He keeps my man calm as a cucumber. <laughs> wow. Wow. She
2: okay. deserves it. Yeah, yeah I know okay. what you're thinking, though. Like, Logan, why do you look so good? It's my sunglasses. Jade Black, that is. Jade Black started out of frustration of being unable to find any high-quality fashionable frames at affordable prices because any good-quality polarized pair of sunglasses normally cost over $150 because all major brands are owned by one company. Um, Jade Black uses Italian acetate from the same manufacturer brands like Gucci, Ray-Ban, YSL and they uh the lenses are polarized and they mm. come with anti-reflective coating on the back to help prevent reflections and they still only cost $49 and even less if you use the promo code impulsive-10 uh that'll be $44. And they have a quiz to help you pick the best pair of sunglasses for your face if you don't know which ones will complement your face the best, mm-hmm. which is cool cuz I have a long face. Um you know I, with these I feel like some sort of like good looking police officer Reno 911 oh, dude, type dude it's vibes. crazy
0: you look
1: like a sexual cop that's what Ooh, I was my my gonna my say my
2: which is which is <laughs> super cool
1: yeah. way different than sexual predator I mean, let's be honest dude <laughs> not even close to the not same same. <laughs> they're also
2: doing a giveaway of 15 airpod pros uh, so if you go to jblack.co and use the code impulsive-10 to get yourself 10% off your purchase and a chance to win win one of 15 pairs of airpod pros there we go nice
0: read I feel good yeah you're good you're looking good it's just everything's good
1: yo it's only t- time that a hangover could last multiple days is when you're hungover and you shoot three shows. So like technically I'm hungover off one Let's just be binge honest. So you guys are three already,
0: d- You guys are always hungover. Relax. I, I'm almost every start
1: of the show uh, it right.
0: transitions into some amount of a hangover. So at this point are you hungover or are you
1: just Why, Hung. why
0: are we the way that we are?
1: I'm I'm old I'm old so I get I don't even drink out of control I'm a pretty responsible drinker I'm a very responsible drinker except I'm 34 and my stomach just doesn't it just can't hang like it used to bro my key
2: my key is uh, water dude like I I drink so much water yeah so I I try to do shot one One shot equals one one bottle of water so smart and then we get home and then we yeah again we ordered 250 dollars worth of $250,000 worth of Carl's Jr. Jr.
1: (laughs) We should make that as a YouTube video. (laughs) Ordering 250000 That might work. By the way, eating greasy foods along with the water consumption has, I I think, is responsible for hangover prevention. Oh, yeah. Oh, Uh, what? what, For for prevention? Prevention, believe it or not. Because I I hate to say it. I know you want to hear about lettuce and shit, but fucking. (laughs) If you eat like a greasy ass, like In and Out cheeseburger, bro, right before you go to bed, I think and you it's, drink yeah. a ton of water. I'm telling you, it doesn't it work. Soaks it up, exactly. Yeah, it, it Does it not work with kale. Speaking, I'm telling you. Speaking no, of lettuce and
2: vegans, so we want to. We did win the Streamy Award. Yes. And Brad, our uh, Brad, producer, is that how I would call your role? Uh, I think that's. Engine- yeah, he's our engineer. Yo, you pissed off our no, producer. No, because Dylan, because dude. I would <laughs> say you're a showrunner.
1: Oh, thanks, bro. No, <laughs> no, that's not better. <laughs> you are. Is, you're a show. Is. You run the show. That's yeah, not that's better thanks, than a bro. producer. I have that on my resume, showrunner.
2: So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Showrunner. You, you
1: just got excited. Listen, about anyways, our en-
2: engineer Brad. <laughs> no, look, he brought us he brought us donuts, donuts for winning uh, the Streamy Award, and we got a vegan donut in there. So so check it out. Um, we got we some donuts. No, we don't have vegan donuts. We got something better for the vegans. That Brad also got us, and it's a it's a head of lettuce. You,
0: you got me a head of lettuce, bro? Dude, thank you
2: for the vegans. You, what the
1: fuck? <laughs> Sorry, yes. I was sending a text message. Bro, bro,
2: bro. bro, bro imagine that? imagine me receiving these amazing looking like art artistic donuts, and that. then Brad's like, "Don't worry, I, for, I didn't forget about take the it vegans. Take some are
0: you kidding
2: me? Yo, get out of my face, face dude! I have a really good head of lettuce, bro. You really Doesn't really go You up. took a massive bite. Mm-hmm. How do you eat this? What size is this fucking thing, dude. <laughs> It's a big marshmallow, Brad, bro. Brad, uh, you also said you got us birthday cards. Yeah, but it's none of our birthdays. Uh, no, just take a look. Okay, this one's for, oh man, this one. one's. I'm assuming this one's Spencer's.
0: Yep, that's got to be me. <laughs> it looks like you though. This is Andre. <laughs> <laughs>
2: for some reason, I'm the Monopoly Man. Nice.
0: Of course, uh, Brad comes out with the most lit <laughs> gifts. Like, of course, he delivers. Damn,
2: he, he cleaned up. Hallmark gift cards, Harrison oh Ford. More? that's so nice. Wow. You... Wait, are there handwritten? You gotta be kidding me.
1: Wow, he wrote. Hey, he wrote handwritten notes for all of us. I'm gonna read mine because I'm selfish. Yeah. Can I show the front of mine as you open yours? Mine says, "You're how old?". <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's a Monopoly card. It says, "Get out of jail free." Just in case you get out of hand. And Brad wrote for the next time you do something stupid online.
1: Good Thanks, shit. Brad. Good shit, Brad. L- Brad's a low key savage back there. Mine Just said, quiet. This looks like a job for the lasso of Thank truth. You. Happy birthday. And then happy birthday is crossed out and it says, Let's be honest, you're probably someone's dad. Oh. Enjoy the dill wow. life. <laughs> the dill <flight. laughs> dil life. He's definitely a daddy.
0: Facts. Wow. Definitely a daddy. Facts. Mine, mine says, I'm a father of twins. Mine, <laughs> mine says proud of you for ditching the man bun. Oh, you, nice. man, you Thank might, you. I
1: don't, I don't, I don't I can't say Brad, I don't agree you with that. you are not man. good at shaking really? hands, but you are very good at <laughs> cards. You're the gift card
0: So
2: yeah, I mean, what was I mean? Let's go. We got one of streaming with the shit.
0: Uh, yeah, my question is, what do we do next? Well, like, my we've been quest- speaking this into existence I, for a long time. I think we peaked. I think this is it. Not even that. Damn, but where? High school?
1: Where are hmm. we now? Like fuck. In the garage, uh, you, you just went too deep. Dude. Let me g- bring it back a, a little bit. Well, the next guest could help with where to go. I, I can please can I answer just last thing? Where are we now as this airs? Like, what? what when is this right now? Like, wh- they're seeing us. Where? When are we? I feel like I'm gonna be
2: at
0: Restoration Hardware. Monday, Monday. Something tells me. When? At
1: Restoration Hardware. Yeah, I'll be. I'll be in Restoration at Restoration Hardware. Oh. Oh. I think I'm up in Napa Valley at this point. Really? Yeah. I guess it doesn't matter. I was thinking we might have been home or something like that, but I'm off by a few days. What else yeah. is fucking new? It just is fuck me,
2: right? an exciting time. For sports but none more exciting than the nfl sophomore sensation lamar jackson who's redefining what it means to be a dual threat qb odds on jackson to win the mvp race were at 50 to 1 to begin the season and have plummeted since making my bookies prop selection more attractive than ever the next week we have we have one of the most anticipated stack you've seen this is out of date are this you is are out kidding of me? look my bookie if you're gonna give me reads i'll read them but they gotta be up to date what all right, what well, I'm assuming, the, look, the point is this my bookie is still the best place to bet this sports season. And if you're uh, one of a kind, who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. Mm-hmm. They have more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. If you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you de- wow. deposit 2000 you get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code LOGAN to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code LOGAN to activate the offer. Or,
1: by the way, if you're watching this and you're a fan of Hey Big Mike, you could use promo code MAJLAK, M-A-J-L-A-K, Ooh. to activate the same wow, offer. That's so why that's don't silent, you decide? That
2: silent J is going to fuck people <laughs> it's
3: up. It's Magilak That's chumbacasino.com.
4: No purchase necessary.
1: VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: Yeah. I was just thinking with all these ad reads, it's the, that Christmas bonus
1: is probably going to be. Oh, it's got to be quite substantial. substantial fuck, dude, between that, the fight back. And, That's and like, think. to be honest, we talk about rates going up. We just want to stream you. award. I'm pretty sure the co-hosts are going to get a Co- co-host is double the fee. We went <laughs> from zero I, I, to I actually. <laughs>
2: zero. I, was, I was like, I, was like I don't, I don't I'm pay <laughs> you guys to be on the show. <laughs>
1: I got a dare for you really quick. I dare you to open that text Austin McBroom just sent you and read it word for fucking word.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What? I'm going to pull up on you tonight after the event. Uh, yes, that did, didn't pay off. Did you like piss him ex- off recently? Because <laughs> that could be bad. No, I don't think yeah. I don't think to fight me. Probably for camaraderie. Okay. I always think okay. so. Okay. Okay. Dang. Guys, here we go. Shout out, shout out Austin. Here we go. Our guest today is a Hollywood executive involved in the creation and production of more than 300 TV projects over the span of his career. He's also a business coach and author of the three-minute rule, a pitching strategy that will help us just like his CEO clients. Say less to get more. Please welcome Brant Pinvidic.
1: Yes, sir. That's
4: like the best intro I've had in like the last six
1: weeks. Wow! Who's
4: responsible for that? Wow! You're, you're coming with me. That's all there is
1: to it. Oh man! I tell you, let's go! Oh yeah! Here we go! I like your Holy energy, bro. He already dude, has that. I gotta that, bring this. He already has that vibe of like that oh, yeah. motivational speaker. He's oh, yeah. got the oh, Tony yeah. Robbins. Normally that, I got
4: nothing to lose, so it don't matter. <laughs> let's go. Join the club. <laughs> <by> yeah. <way. laughs> I got a cord. I, I got a cord on
1: your. Oh foot God! It. Lord it. Almighty! Okay, we go. go. We're back in business.
4: Pull it back together, guys. Yo, yeah, you
2: you you have a lot of energy, which is rare for a. Hollywood executive business.
4: Yeah. Like you, you're, a, you're a personality. I mean, listen, that's part of what I've been able to do in Hollywood is I was able to captivate a little bit of the sort of the magic of the personality. Yeah. Um, and you can cover for a lot of bullshit that way. Yeah. And nice. so it, it looks haphazard, like it just sort of happens, but it's sort of a cultivated act that I that I use really well in the Hollywood game. Got you. Yeah. you
1: would you say you're like a, a hybrid business slash talent in a way? I or mean, do you not it get- turned to that
4: now. Yeah. It turned to that. Originally it was just like, I was just begging to find something that I was good at. I spent most of my life up to about 30 years old, just struggling. I was in Canada. And when I came to the U S things started to work and like you probably went through the same thing. Like when things are a struggle, it's a struggle. But when things start to work, like when you find success, finally it like, it feels so bloody good yeah, that totally. it's just, it's just what you want and it drives you to do better. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that was the, that was that sort of course of my life. But then at a certain point it was like, okay, well I already, I did pretty well. Business what's next. Right. Yeah, From in yeah. a TV thing and the TV business just became unpleasant in that sense. And so I just want to make a change. So,
2: What are yeah. some of the shows you've been a part of? So we could right off the bat explain yeah. for those who don't know. So
4: we did Bar Rescue was a big show with John oh, Taffer. Huge, huge, yeah, so that one I sort of created and put in the air that was really big. And yeah. then my company, we did uh, like the season of Master Chef. we put in the air. Biggest Loser was a big one.
2: Ooh, so I did a bunch hey, of those. What was your involvement in in Biggest Loser, you- like
4: not a, not a lot really, but I use the Biggest Loser title to put in so it makes smart. me seem better, not right? <laughs> no, I thought you, really did you did. you create the show? No, not at all. No, I just happened to be at the company running the company okay, okay. that was producing it at the time. Okay. So it's like I just walked into it and there it was, and put
1: it lead to your portfolio. That's yeah, an course. amazing. No, that's well, an amazing. Well, fucking or movie.
4: like Extreme Makeover. Yeah. Like I'll say I did, Makeover, I did Extreme Makeover, but I did Extreme Makeover Weight Loss Edition. So whichever one you think is bigger, either it was either the main <laughs> one or the that's <laughs> you, the one did. I did. Yeah. Are you still in yeah, a way kind of
1: faking it? Like at times, Um, like to to get not like completely, but to get to an even higher point. Well, I think that's the course
4: of everybody's life, right? You are trying to get into the club that won't let you in. You want to be with the friends that don't want to hang out with you. Like, it's just part of our nature. Mm -hmm. So, and I actually train a lot of CEOs and stuff on that idea because they don't feel like they're enough either. And I'm like, you're the CEO of a $4 billion company. (laughs) But it's like we're all one bad email away from losing our jobs. That's what it feels like. Right. And people are going to come in and be like, Hey man, you shouldn't be here. Like what are you talking about? Your phone? Like that's just the way we feel. The imposter syndrome is big with everybody. It's just sort of like, you just get over it. Um, But more so it's more like, you know, people don't have the nuances of what we do in television. So I'm just tired of people like, They'd say, like, what was your thing on The Biggest Loser or whatever? It's like, you don't only explain that so many times before mm. you're just like, yeah, yeah, it's one of my shows, you know? Mm-hmm. And you, one of my buddies, a record producer, and he did all of Celine Dion's songs. Holy shit. Except for one, the one from The Titanic, oh, My Heart Will my Go. My Heart, go Heart on, right? Will
1: Go. No. Oh, that's, yeah. that's like not investing in Uber. I just no. picked that one to skip. Well, wasn't yes. it? Was it Gary Vee that? No, he did Uber, yeah. right? He, no, didn't, yeah. he, missed, oh, yes. he missed Uber, yeah.
4: right? And so he, he just, he heard the song. He's like, no, that's not a good song. I don't want to do it but the problem is whenever he would talk about it and he's the producer of Celine Dion they would say my heart would go on and he just got to the point where it's like you know what I'm not even going to bother telling the story but I just go yeah that one too like he just oh okay okay. I got you he got sick so yeah Yeah. so
2: you're a you're a Hollywood chief you're a Hollywood exec a Hollywood G I'll say I'm a I'm a a digital guy bro I'm a I come yeah, from you digital. scare the living
4: crap dude, out of us. I was just saying, is this?
2: am Are we cool? Yeah. Is there some beef, dude? There? I'm so
4: ridiculously <laughs> impressed by you, and I have been for years. Oh, thank and That's you, why man. I told my publicist, like I want on that show. Mm. I love those guys. Like you are the enigma that scares the daylights out of the people in my position. This is like, so just, interesting. This because is it's, so interesting. Here's the truth, right? I don't get to say this very often, but I'll I'll lay this down for you. Is that. I've been producing high level content for a very long time. And it's like, you know a lot of the shows that I did, but you you don't know about 150 that I put on the air because that's the way the TV business is. And the good news is is I have a whole community around me. When I put a show on the air, there are so many people involved and part of it and making decisions and like Nielsen numbers and like, what are the ratings? And it's all just fluff. So when a show doesn't work, which most of them don't. It's like, I can blame anything. Mm. Like, I can point to anything. It's not my fault, right? Like, <laughs> nice. I did my job. Yep. You
1: insula- you're insulated.
4: And the idea of putting something out online that's got to go directly.
3: Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumbacasino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life.
1: No purchase necessary. VTW, avoid, we prohibited by law. See terms and
4: conditions, 18 plus. To the viewers and they give you immediate feedback yeah. is so terrifying that it's like, we know in Hollywood we couldn't do it because if we could, we'd go take your money and be doing it, but we can't because uh. there's no way I could create a viral video. There's no way I could create a YouTube channel. Like I don't have that in me. And not only that, it terrifies me because it's like, I don't know what the audience wants, mm. but I'm okay playing in the world of that because all of my friends who make millions of dollars and make TV shows, we've all decided we don't know what the audience wants. That's okay. We're just going to make 50 shows and maybe one will wow. work, you Interesting. Know? And it's like, yeah. if you
1: made- Carpet bombing.
4: Yeah, if you made 50 YouTube videos and they all completely bombed and you You'd only had toast. one that
1: did relatively well, you wouldn't be doing this anymore. Right. No,
2: yeah, facts. And it's a yeah. big difference. Yeah, so, you got you to gotta hit that target yeah. every time.
1: Are you friends with, uh, is traditional media friends with digital media now because they have no choice? Would yeah, it's,
4: it's. listen, it's still hard to make money. Like, tr- traditional television still makes real money. Facts. And, like, the cable, the cable business is still valid and, and vibing. The issue people, is... People
1: are always disagreeing with that. We talk about that on the show a lot. And everybody talks about cable cutting. But I remind them that the lion's share of advertising money still goes to traditional yeah. line in media. Well, and like, here's
4: the thing, like... You know, Guy Fieri or Anthony Bourdain, God rest his soul. Like they're never on shows that have ever had more than a million viewers average. Right? That is insane. But Crazy. they're household names. Yeah. yeah. And the reason is, I'll let you in know a little. of The reason it's called the barrier to entry. Television has what's called the barrier to entry, which means the public, our people, the culture assumes that someone has granted you. Some sort of passage onto this television show that you have you have a climbed some ladder to get there and that you had to do something special. You put on a YouTube video. People sort of instinctively feel like, well, you just did that on your own. It's not special, and so you'll get millions and millions of views every single video you put out. But yet, someone like Guy Fieri who has three hundred twelve thousand people watching once a week, fourteen times a year, is a household name. Yeah, and it's
1: just a weird cultural thing, right? They they. Past the the bar where they became household names yes. based on your inability to refuse them. Oh my god! They but did also, so many views, but for, for to your point, for the most part, ninety nine percent of yeah, the online you guys creators yeah have transcended
4: that. They're not very like you are like the you are like a Cream movie crop, star facts. in that sense, yeah. right? Like you are that's just rare. And it's crazy because our culture has just been slow to adopt that. Right. And so it's an interesting world. But from, from our perspective in the television world, you guys just scare the crap out of us. And here's the thing, like I know talent, right? Like I I spent my entire life chasing talent, assessing talent, figuring out which talent's real, and which talent's not what they say and what they do. And they're following. And it's like, when I see the level of work that you put in, when I see the level of professional, that professionalism that goes around this building, it's like, Oh my God, like, this is a serious serious operation Absolutely. that takes an incredible amount of talent and skill combined with like an unbelievable sense of creativity mm to be able to talk directly to an audience and and to be able to real time. Like it's real time. You guys follow along. Like do people like it? Do do people not like it and be able to change that and continue to deliver week after week, day after day, year after year. It's just like, yeah, I couldn't even come close to doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. Forget that.
2: Like when you sat down, one of the first, you you looked around, you were admiring the set and you're like, yo, this is crazy. I know every bit of work that's, that's gone into this. And yeah, because uh, not a lot of people do. No, and you know? that's what I
4: mean. Like, it's just it's just so innate to the process of building something creative. But for some reason, if it's on a YouTube <clears throat> channel or like with Amanda, you know, when I interviewed her for my podcast, it was like, she's an Instagram model. I get it. But do you know how much goddamn work it goes in to be so that popular? So much. And like, it's every detail, the attention to detail, <clears throat> people just don't understand. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's
1: shocking. It's the biggest thing. I, I, I As someone who literally a day before you came here just jumped into the actual tv machine yeah. i just shot two pilots for mtv oh, yesterday god. oh god and seeing dude <laughs> and crazy is he, he
0: going to change first off or no. are we going to lose our friend he's become no, he's going he's, he's going
4: right back he's going to be like that's the last time i'm doing that so
0: is, <laughs> we're just waiting for him to come back with with uh yellow hair with dyed no, hair I, any I think he's color gonna hair. Bleach his hair but
1: but so i sh- so i show up and first of all your car will be at the house at 12:30 you'll be in wardrobe for 30 minutes hair and makeup You'll you'll walk on the set. You'll do your thing, and you walk off the set, and you get back into a car. Yeah. Maybe you're in your green room eating snacks. Yeah. They're touching you up and stuff. All of the other work that goes into the project is on the network. Yeah. Is on the people that work on the show. When we make our con that's incredibly distracting and just <laughs> quite rude to the guests. To be honest with you, put it down right now. I'll slap you. Can I just say it's excellent? No, kidding, it's dude. excellent lettuce. But I, but I'm, let me finish this. Let me finish this game. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm all about. right, fuck it. Pass it over. Let me give me, give me a fucking bite. Give a bite. <laughs> but 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 to your but but before I bite this, to your point, I mean, there's so, there's so much work that people don't see that goes into every piece of his content. That right. by the way, he is, or even mine, the night shift that we are integral in the yeah. editing process, the the ca- the concepting, the writing, all of that's us on TV. I show up, blow up, walk out. Yeah, that's
4: it. and there's part of that that you don't realize, which is working against you guys a little bit, is that. There's an ecosystem, right? Or an ecosystem, you say, in the United States. The ecosystem of television employs hundreds of thousands of people, right? From Madison Avenue right down to the the grips. And all those people are invested in the process of television being successful and driving revenue. And the revenue comes from basically uh, spots and dots, we call it, where it's like, I'm going to sell ad revenue for a 30-second commercial Uh that no one's going to see, that people can DVR through, that no one cares about, right? Whereas... Like, effectively, Logan, when you do well and you're, you, know, like, you make the money, right? When your YouTube channel blows up, it comes to you. There's For the only, most part. But you know what I mean? Like, there's uh, there's eight people or 15 people or, like, there's just not the same sort of surrounding of, of the planets to, like, bolster that up. Whereas TV is a whole bunch of people being like, hold on to the rails. We're going down. <laughs> Let's keep it up, boys. Yeah, yeah, And, like, they do not want... Madison Avenue ad guys giving you guys more money because it's like, well, what if they figure out that these people actually pay attention to his reads? Like they might actually go buy those damn sunglasses. Whereas if you do that ad on an episode (laughs) on we TV, there's not a single soul that watches that ad. And we know that
1: it's funny. You say that because coming from the, the brand side and this should actually make you feel a little bit more comfortable when you go home tonight, the, the television continues and television commercials continue to move the needle in a very, very major way for brands. Yeah. We had spent, the brand I worked on last was this, a company called Love Sack and, you know, we, we went from a $35 million brand to a $250 million annual brand and, the the we did digital media. We worked with social influencers. Everybody. And the thing that truly, truly, truly moved the needle was television advertising. Once we got into the homes of people watching linear television, we started to see a massive uptick in business. A, a trajectory that was was vertical. Yeah. And so I mean, it, it's you're right. Because but maybe subconscious. Like I don't know exactly what it is. Or we had a really good commercial which it, 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 it scored really well on the on the net promoter score was off the charts. Yeah. But it's give and take. I mean, there are a lot of brands that are still making all their money off television advertising. Yeah. Well,
4: listen, it's, it's, a, it's just focused in that world, right? And people are slower to adopt things than we all think. Like we were having this conversation about television sort of dying off five years ago. We were talking about it 10 years ago. Yep. It's like we're not that close to it. It's still a ways out. Mm-hmm. You know? Do you think cable and, and TV dies at some point? Um, And listen, I think what really happens is at some point, the cable and TV guy goes, okay, thanks for making all these other digital things. You've tested them out. You've made your mistakes. You've ruined it. You've done this. This is working. We'll buy you. This is working. We'll Uh, buy you. We'll sell you. And now we were a cable TV network, and now we're this network. And they'll just move. They have unlimited resources and the smartest people in the world. So like
1: Viacom buys, uh, who owns YouTube? Apple does. Apple owns YouTube. Right. Google Google, 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 sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, right. Oh, yeah. exactly. Apple so, what? so Viacom yeah. comes in and buys yes. it from Google, assuming that or Google's- the other way around.
4: Yeah. you know what I mean. It just like yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just gonna move. Like those guys, those guys swing huge dicks, and yeah. they'll just
1: no, like they'll just big figure it out. They're like, not, they're not worried.
4: <laughs> you know what I mean. They just, they're, they're win by acquisition and, and bulldozers. They're just, so they'll win.
1: Speaking of which, did you see the, uh, did you see that new IPO that's about to launch in saw, I think it's in Saudi, it's going to be twice the size of the Apple valuation. <laughs> Apple's currently the only trillion dollar, I believe the only trillion dollar plus c- company, I think that, or maybe them and Amazon, I think Amazon at a, right around well. $1 trillion. Yeah. Yeah. There's an IPO that's about to happen in the Middle East. I can't remember where it was. I think it's Saudi Aramco. It's a $1.9 trillion initial public well, option. I know something
0: crazy? I actually worked for Saudi Aramco in college. That's a lie. I'm dead serious. Are you fucking kidding I'm me? I'm dead serious. If you had serious. stayed you with them, stock you would be... No, I did video work for them. You should have got options. You're you Spencer Taylor. <laughs> you worked for Saudi
2: Aramco? I did, The bro. world has its first $2 trillion company. Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they can By the in- way, I, read the, I like to read it's the It's a news. Saudi Arabian everywhere. oil company.
2: Oh my, This is crazy.
0: <laughs> is I did like video, like boring corporate videos for like their internal team. They're, really? Yeah. Well, let's
4: see how their IPO goes because my company's worth a $2 trillion too by my valuation. Nice.
0: Let's <laughs>
4: nice. we'll see nice. how that works. Nice. Nice. <laughs> how, did, <laughs> how,
1: did you,
2: how did you get started in Hollywood? Because you moved from Canada. Yeah. It, and, and what about you makes you stand out?
4: I mean, you know, here's the thing. I, I, I used to run failed businesses, basically. I'd come up with a big idea. I'd go, like, try to figure it out. And in Canada, it's not really an entrepreneurial vibe like it is here. So. Fixer
1: uppers. Yeah, and I was just,
4: I was so, like, always my back up against the wall. And there was times when I would go into a meeting to try to raise money from somebody. And if I didn't get a check from them in that meeting, I wouldn't be able to eat, right? Yep. And so it teaches you not how to sell. Right? Like that's not what I learned. I didn't learn how to sell stuff. I learned how to get what I wanted without somebody feeling that I was desperate. I learned how to get what I want and made them feel like I didn't need it that badly. Mm-hmm. Because if if I needed five grand from you really badly, it's very unlikely you want to give it to me. The second you feel that from someone that they'll say anything to get what they want, you go like, okay, I don't want to be around this guy. And so I learned a really good technique of like making people feel that I wasn't desperate. And so when I brought that down to sort of the Hollywood pitch vibe, it was a real contrast to the, hey, hey, let's do lunch, let's, you know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> And I was just like, listen, here's the way the show works, here's why you should like it, here's why it's good for CBS, and here's how- Providing value, providing it. value. Yeah, and 100%. it just made, it 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 impacted people, and it, and it I grew this reputation of being the best pitcher in Hollywood, and I was like, I'm not working very hard, like I'm not doing very much. And I remember specifically, I was in CBS lobby and I was about to go into the picture room and out walked Simon Cowell. And I was like, oh my God, I got to go into the room after Simon Cowell. This sucks. (laughs) So he and I are yapping and he looks over my shoulder and I turn around and there's Mark Burnett walks in. And he's he's coming in after me. So I'm wedged into these two bohemian monsters. The second one bigger for sure. And I'm like, what the hell am I going to say in this room to impress Mm. these people? Mm. Like, how am I going to come across as like fancy, awesome, amazing producer that should be there and like on that level? And I just got this wave of panic realizing like, I can't like nothing I do is going to impress them. So I got to get in and out of this room as fast as possible. So I just sat down. Everybody said hi. I was like, oh, great. So here's the way the show works, and here's why we think it's great for CBS, and here's how we're going to produce it, and here's how you can get it, and here's the IP, and that was it. And I was out of that room in like nine minutes. Wow! Holy they shit. bought the show, Holy and I was shit. like, my agent was like, that was amazing, and I was like, wow, okay. And so I just started sort of doing that system. So it huh. kind of happened on accident. You it just is. like stumbled on it. Yeah, and I started to develop that ability to get in. And then what happens is, is that. The network buyers would be like, oh, Brandt's on my schedule to do a pitch day. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Because at least I'll know it'll be good, right? And fast. We talked about
1: this earlier. Yeah. This brevity. And I I told you I had a a phone call this morning with the ex-CEO of Apple for this app that I just launched, this dating app. I uh, called Skip It. If you're uh, in Southern California. No, yeah, <laughs> no, nah, nah, you, you can cut it. I don't care. Nah, but, nah, but, we're, but, but, we're but keep it at want my, my yeah, it. Yeah. With, with all the core investors in the business, one of them being John Scully, and, and the the kids are 19, 20 years old that launched the thing, and the, fir- the thing I keep telling them is, these guys don't care about all the intricate fucking yeah. details yeah. of the app. Yeah. Give them the top line info that they need to make decisions and then let them go back to golfing, fishing, whatever the fuck they're doing. Cause a hundred thousand dollar, you know, uh, infusion into our business. They don't care about these are, be- right. as you know, the people you pitch are yeah. behemoth monsters. Yeah. And so they get to the point. Yeah, that's yeah, really yeah. all facts, they so facts. That,
4: that really helped my process through. And then I did like, I worked really hard at relationships in Hollywood. Like I had a sp- spreadsheet of every single person I ever met where they worked when their contract was when they were coming out of their contract when the last time I talked wow. to them and I kept that up every time and so I would know if your contract was coming up in three months I would make sure I put a call into you being like hey what are you doing is your contract coming up and they'd be like yeah it's like great because I'm hearing good things about you out in, nice. the, in the community you know you need some help or anything comes on let me know I'll, I'll connect you and that what that did is like put me at their peer Top group, right yeah. and then it's like because I'm talking about the jobs that you might be interested in just sort of and I kept that but like It's like anything like did you just like waltz into YouTube stuff or did you like you studied Every video that went on, what worked, what didn't, what time, when do I put it out there, how many people do I put in this? How do, like those things are the only way you can be successful, right? And then when it's all cut together and it's all up there and you know you're in the news making all this money, and people are like, oh my God, it is, I should be a YouTube star. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> you know. And I had this time when I was surfing out with one of the partners in the company, and and a guy surfed out and it was a doctor, and he goes, oh hey, this is Doctor Bob. I was like, oh Doctor Bob, yeah, I heard about you. Okay, good. Hey, yeah, this is Brad, runs the company. Oh brand. Hey man. I, I I was thinking I want to come see you. I got these ideas for these reality shows I want to talk to you about. I was like great. I have these ideas for these medical procedures I've been thinking about. I want to come talk to you. And the guy was like, what? And I was like, oh yeah, Dr. Bob, what I do for a living is a real job too, you know?
1: Like, just, and he was just like, what? I was like, yeah. Like it's, it's always so awkward when people pitch, I, like it's pitch from way outside the vertical. Yeah. Like You know who's the most guilty for this in my entire life? Uh oh. Mom, if you're watching this right now, <laughs> oh no. Mom, if you're watching this right now, please. Oh my God. That's and and, awesome. and Pam, Pam, you do this with Pam sometimes too, right? No, my parents have never, ever. Oh, you, oh you, a said, video idea. you said that. You ever. said that, right? Yeah. But, Mom. We work really hard. We do a lot of yeah. in-depth studies on this stuff. I think we know what we're doing. Yeah. I, but I appreciate are, you and I love you very much. But then you again, we about, might,
2: we might not. Like, uh, Robin, you can text me your ideas. That is a good <laughs> I'm point. I'm not sure I know he's, any he's of He's much shit. more mm-hmm.
1: open to fee- and I and I'm starting to get into his system a little bit. He will actually take uh, at least like feedback yeah. from anyone and he he he's able to keep a filter up but he will technically yeah. get pitched by anyone yeah he'll take a pitch on a new content idea from the guy that parks his car
4: <laughs> and have you done a lot of those ones from random people
1: mm, no. i want to say no but but the
2: ones that i do are fucking good <laughs> ideas yeah. you know like it, it's
1: just a different I, system I, I yeah and yeah, I, yeah. I, like
4: i people ask me all the time and it's like i just don't take outside pitches from people anymore yeah, because yeah. it's like. Of the whatever hundreds of shows I've sold, not one of them has
1: come from somebody
4: outside the business. Other than, hey, mm. you should meet my boss. Like uh, he's running this particular company. He's that's like, oh, really just, interesting. No I told him. I a told them a
1: couple of weeks ago. I said my my biggest hope for you in twenty twenty and moving forward is that you start to rely on your generals. Yeah, that was my biggest thing. And, and because he 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 he's been good about it, and he's had good people that will filter those people out. But for the most part, he he'll. Take it he'll take a sit down with just yeah. about anybody. You can know I I'm pitch saying? you a show? Of course you can. <laughs> all
2: right, here, here's what it.
4: Actually, yeah. you do it. Let's do it. All right, all right, but you're ready for the real feedback, or yeah. do you want me to make you yeah, see yeah. seem like it, it's a good
2: idea? No, 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 no. I want yeah. I want real feedback because right. this you're is getting it. this is an idea. I think I think I think Mac and I were like hungover I'm one gonna, morning. I'm
4: gonna, I'm gonna tell you my answer right now before, <laughs> before we get on there. <laughs> uh, I, I
2: heard that You gotta whisper so No quiet. it's not I don't think so all right, Okay ready? go okay, ahead So it's like uh, You know American Ninja Warrior I know it very well Okay <laughs> So it's like Four doors In the middle of an arena Okay And uh, They all lead to a boxing ring In the middle Okay but four, to four get there times. is an obstacle course, right? In the American Ninja Warrior esque style. Okay. So you say go, and the contestants do the obstacle course, and the first two
4: that get, get into the ring get beat to fight. the shit
2: out of each other, and the winner is like the Ultimate Gladiator or some shit, and we'll call it the Ultimate Gladiator. He's like, this
1: reminds okay. me of a show called Red Ring from nineteen eighty six. No, no was... you know what?
4: It's actually not a bad idea at all, to be honest. Let's Woo! go. And it's it's kind of because here's here's the element that that makes sense on that, right? is because now you got to decide how fast and how much effort you want to put into the obstacle course to get there because that's how tired you'll be when you get to the ring, yeah. right? So mm. it's like if you made the obstacle course a little bit more like, uh, you know, the way stage two used to be on America's Ninja Warrior, we have to lift the things up. So it's like there's some energy expended as opposed to just like jumping around a little bit that's, that's so that great. by the time like you that. got the end, yeah. you're, sort of, you're sort of like worn out. Now you could get really fast, but that takes a lot of energy out of you. Wow. So there is something to the idea of... Whoever gets to the ring first wins. That's actually the core of a very good idea. Now, here's the deal. Here's what's great is I don't do TV on a day-to-day anymore, so I don't have to
1: deal with this. (laughs) So here's what I'm going to do for you. I don't want to do it. I've seen this. this. I've seen this a million times. I'm going to connect you with my assistant. assistant. They'll get back to you. No. (laughs) You
4: guys are so mean to him. (laughs) No. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to connect you with Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith is one of the greatest producers that's ever been in the business, and he is the creator and producer of American Ninja Warrior.
0: Oh, there we cool. go. That's a cool And connect. you
4: guys together, with you as an EP that is a real show that he would take very, very seriously. I, I just and wonder if I really kidding. want to do it
2: versus just brainstorming dumb well, listen, ideas with my friends. By the
4: way, brainstorming it and just talking it yeah. out is great. You know? because, <laughs> because by the way, from the time we mentioned this to the time you get that on the air is two years. From the time oh, when yeah. it looks like oh, what yeah. we just talked about to the time it gets on the air, those shows are unrecognizable. And you made more money in the last 15 minutes than you would on that show. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I, I, I'm, I'm so curious. What's the like shittiest idea you've ever had? American had Idol. From. For bands, people pitched me all the time, every single day. That was one of that I got all the time. Why, why is band. it a bad it idea? It seemed horrible. Because it's just like, it's not the same. You can't, it's a long story. I could go into it, but it's like the American Idol, why it really worked is it's one person, creates one character. celebrity. Yeah, and you create that and you yeah. get attached to them. A band is like, people don't have the same attachment to it. You can get attached to a lead singer, but the band doesn't have the same Fucking thing. drummer. And plus, it wasn't even that that's a bad idea. It's that, well, I'm sorry, do you run a lit record label? No, uh, are you the owner of a you know fancy uh, like com or a performance club where bands play all the time or like. Why are you pitching me American Idol Red? Like, what do you have that's mm, valuable? Right. Or people pitch me some sort of NFL thing. It happened a few m- months ago. A guy wanted to do, do the NFL Combine, but for like regular people. and like, <laughs> You do the quarterback thing. I was like, great. Do you play in the NFL? No. Do you own a team? No. Uh, is your best friend a quarterback? No. Like, well, what the hell is your connection to the NFL? None. Oh, I get it. So you have a good idea. You think you have a good idea. You want me to use all my connections, go do all the work, then go sell it, take all the risks, put up the insurance Yo, and then send you a check? Is uh, that, were you always
2: like that? I'm actually, I'm actually fairly surprised. Um, Like, do people have to have a a credential or or, or a network to? It's not even a credential
4: as much as it has to be value. Like an idea is not really worth much, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you think
2: ideas are worthless? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered
4: ChumbaCasino.com.
2: It's my little escape.
4: Now Judy's the life of the party.
2: Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
4: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody.
3: So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style
2: games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
3: ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and
0: conditions apply. See website for details.
4: Almost worthless. Especially in reality. That's that's, that's crazy. I've I've heard this before. I'm not... Uh, I, I wrestle with this one I because don't know if I agree because execution is almost know, 100%, 100%. 100% an idea is a little bit closer to value for you right if I give you a great idea for a skit you know what I mean you take my book three minute rule I want to talk about yeah. that too but you, you take my book and you uh, equate it to some sort of sex thing with your girlfriend and you can't get past three minutes and I snide into the covers while you're in yes. there and I read you chapters and you get past uh, three minutes right uh, it's, it's a good idea it's a for sex a skit book. yeah it's, it's not. But you know, that's the skit, right?
3: Yes.
0: I feel like I, ideas are super valuable. It, it might not be of value to the person who has the idea. It's it's a no. value to the person who takes action I, on I the think, idea. No, I because think...
4: here's the thing. You could make that skit tomorrow, right? And you could, you're the one who controls the distribution. So you could get it on the air. So the difference between my idea and the execution is short. So it's actually has some value. If you liked it, it's got some value. Hmm. If you have a pitch, an idea for a TV show, to get on MTV or get on spike TV or any of the cable networks, the, the, the space that you have to go from From idea to actually getting on the air Is so damn far There are so many hurdles, hurdles to cross yeah. There are so many people So much money So much time So much energy So much development That it's just like It's just not gonna happen And yeah, that's like, why when someone sends me something that They've WGA registered or whatever It's like oh amateur Cause they know like They don't know anything about the business That's like, so funny.
1: No one's stealing your idea <laughs> yeah. In reality TV
4: It's like I say all the time Yeah it's a good idea If you can go make it Knock your socks off like, I, I get luck that, <laughs> you know? I get
1: fans all the time or just like random people <clears throat> that want to pitch me multiple ideas that they have at the same time. Yeah, I, this is the next big one, and so, and so is this one. And I always say the same thing. I say if you bring me an idea, bring me a go-forward strategy with it. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm not interested. That's right. So I need to know what's going to work and how it's going to yeah. work. Those two things combined, then you have something. Yeah. I have an idea for a new TV show, and this is how we're going to get it to the network for the or network to
4: buy. In it. this place, is or it's like here's what I have that's valuable. Right. Like yeah. I wrote something i or i run a podcast i have a blog like i i'm connected to the restaurant that we're going to go film at or like i'm in the military like something that says you're going to contribute and that only you can bring that the mm-hmm. idea to do a Mr. Mom with Dads at home is like yeah that's not an idea that's a concept that someone has to pour their heart and soul and 20 years of experience mm-hmm. and get 57 people to sign off on mm-hmm. like that's not really going to involve you.
1: I'm I'm wrestling with this as with Logan a little bit which is which is I, rare. I, I just, we 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 a lot of times kind of bash on things but I, it, it seems mm-hmm. weird that a that an idea cuz like a good idea to be honest with you, the most capitalizable thing or monetizable thing is a good idea from a dumb person. Like if you could find a really good idea from someone who can not enact it, but you can, that's actually a big come up if you but think about that's it.
4: That's what I was getting at. You know what I I'm saying? If
1: it's, can, it's, yeah, if you can put it to saying.
4: work. Yeah, yeah, because the dumb the dumb person has no value in that or, idea. But, or ability to but execute. But here's the thing, if Logan takes your idea and does something with it, and the guy's in years and years, he's the number one podcast in yeah. the world. Yeah. Let's go. Because yeah. they've won factually. the oh, factually speaking, yeah. of course. <laughs> like that's the value is already there you've already yeah. you already have done 98% of the work so sure my idea might be worth 2% yep. but most people will think their idea is the 90% i think his- this is a good mm, note because mm. on your last video i think both of us were
0: getting a ton of dms from people who want to be a part of the new maverick squad for Damn, example yeah. and i think there's there's something like everybody thinks they have talent but it's like what can you actually show how can you show up how does that, that, is, that is, talent that is, contribute yes. to the
2: team so you, you can imagine I'm also getting these emails, oh, and sure. DMs, away. So yeah. many. and Thousands. and so many of them have no resume or case right. studies, no, or, that or, or send me a video, even, or, or, or can't
0: or, even format an email. No, no, you know, the worst. It's like, hey, just, just like a block of, of I'm, I'm,
2: text. I'm 20 years old. I'm in college. I want to be a star. Right. Um. You know, I'm I'm thinking about taking me? acting classes. I'm like, yo. I know I, I can do it if I just. And by the way, by the way, you might be able to, but at this point in my life, yo, I need like seasoned people who, and the most important thing to me is and probably this is parallel to what you're saying, like if we are going to bring anyone on this team who's talent, they need to have been doing the thing that they're going to continue doing to show that they actually like it and they can do it and stick with it. Well, like the
4: Biggest Loser is a great example. We used to get 250,000 applications a year. Oh my God. And every time when someone would say, if I could just get on the ranch, I know I'd be able to lose the weight, right? Because they're thinking like, I'll put it in when I get there. And we're like, nope. Gone. Because if you feel that you need to get to the ranch and lose the weight, you probably won't lose the weight. So you
1: took people that were already on a journey? No, the, that there's
4: like I'm doing this no matter what. I am making this decision. Dope, dope. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Like whether or not I get picked for the show, I'm gonna lose weight. Uh, Those people lose the weight. Now uh. also like you know The producers of the show at the point when the day-to-day guys could literally look at someone's bio and they would know if they were going to lose the weight instantly. They just got like, they just good. knew what? right away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was like, it's a formula. It's a science. And that was because there was certain telltale emotional signs that you could see. Like, that person will get skinny. That person will never be skinny, ever. Wow. Yeah. So it was like it was a tough show to produce from that
1: perspective. Yeah. I was going to say, do you, do you feel like you exist in a cutthroat World, oh, you have no idea. <laughs> I mean, the things I have
4: made people say that they didn't actually say that I put on the air yeah, like yeah. keeps me up B- at night. because reality
2: TV, like, uh, yeah, a- a- editing That's what we and yeah. making storylines and shit, yeah, of course. I, want, I wanted, I wanted to ask you about reality TV. It's the
4: only thing we do. Well, there is no version of like we just let you do it. We like we take whatever we need you to say and we will chop it up so you say it that way. And you End signed
1: the line that said it was okay. Of course <laughs> it's okay. That now, is terrifying. Now, terrifying. now most
4: of the times I can get you to say it for real because I know how to ask questions. Yep. Or what's even better is I have the producers that are ten times better at than I am. And those producers come from like old school talk show days oh where they're God. on Sally Jesse. We Raphael need you to hit this. They can point. make yeah. you do things you never thought you wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I get you to say anything if I asked the You know, right you know what's
2: crazy? So It's like a, you're like a puppeteer and you're oh. shaping a world and <laughs> you literally know. creating the world right. and you're making your talent.
4: Uh, yes, And what's great is I do that you want. There, and then it's like, oh, I didn't quite get him to say it the way I wanted. That's okay. In post, we'll just Facts. and then I just move this word from here and move this. And yep. there are times when we're on set and I will get it in your ear saying, uh, we need the word um, scandal. And so it's just like, you'll just go through be like, what's that word? Oh, and you just get you to say the word wild. Shut the <laughs> fuck <laughs> up. I put it in. Wow. We'll <laughs> do it where our field oh producers God. are watching yesterday's episode, or yesterday's, the stuff we shot yesterday. We'll see a scene that's really good, but they say something cheating this and it was with Dave and not Joe. It's like, oh, if she had just said she was with Dave. Okay. Then we'll go into the next day and get the same girl in the chair and be like, she was with, Dave or Joe no no she wasn't with Dave or she was with Dave, until she says no she was you think she was with Dave oh could you just say that yeah you think she was with Dave Bing! <laughs> oh
1: and she has God. no idea yeah. that it's coming from that context and she to never said yeah. that
4: ever and then it just goes it, and then you edit it saying she was with Dave and, and I, it's like oh she may God. never have met Dave or known you, Dave. it doesn't matter
2: you know why this is fascinating to me I think about this all the time yeah. okay so there's definitely like an evil mastermind that's making all these things happen and yes. should someone look bad
4: it's not really anyone in no particular's one gets, fault. There is no bad.
2: When we, as YouTubers and creators, do that to oh, the people around man. us, you're exposed.
4: Well, and they call you're you out a sociopath, right away, which is crazy. Your
1: ex-employees <laughs> make a "Why I Left Team Maverick" video. biggest The biggest thing that I witnessed when I jumped into this social space was one of the most important things to the TV process, which is. People watching review teams. Yeah. Review. I mean, I, I can tell you right now that outside of this camp, ninety-nine point nine percent of the YouTube community makes a video, cuts a video, puts the video out. There is absolutely zero percent review. How would this affect this sensitive group? How would this affect this protected group? The first thing I did when I joined this camp was enact a review team. And when and, did and, you do that? Just after Tokyo. <laughs>
4: <laughs> now, by the way, I was a one bit of the late. first ones on, on my podcast, which nobody's ever heard of, of course. Which is great. But, but, which is good, but I was on your team the second that happened. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I said that exact thing. It's like, what are you talking about? Like the guys out there making videos every goddamn day. Like he's, this is never crossing anybody's mind. And this in the real world is a zero on the scale. It was just like, it was so overblown. And like, and I said, like, it, it's not a big deal. It's it feels like a big deal at the moment because that's the way the moment feels and I, everybody I've been there everybody's been there mm-hmm. but it's just like it was a non issue it was a non issue
2: the the polarizing sentiment for that video fascinates <sighs> me yeah I I I, yeah.
1: I think it says I think it says more about and we tread carefully when yeah, we talk and, about and you saying, should you might as well right <laughs> right but I think it says more uh, you're able to get a good idea of the person based on their sentiment about that event like, true. Hey, do you know what so I'm saying true. like it's just yeah. it's just
2: who who told me they'll they'll use that as a gauge to to was that you someone told me that they'll
1: Use but, the person's feelings about to, about a,
2: Tokyo as a gauge of like what kind of person they are.
1: It probably wasn't me, but mm. I com- I completely I, yeah, get I, that. It tells you a lot. It, it, it
0: even take away that event uh, put anything about somebody else's life. Like if I see somebody complaining about somebody else's life, that tells me a lot about where that person's yeah, at. Absolutely.
4: You know, Yeah, it's easy yeah. to see. Yeah.
2: So what is it, What is the three minute rule?
4: So the three minute rule is a book I wrote called that. It basically says everything about your business product or service has to be conveyed clearly, concisely and accurately in three minutes or less. In those first three minutes, you have to capture and maintain your audience's attention. You got to illustrate value and you got to create engagement. And if you don't do that, you're losing your audience. The world is hypersensitive right now. And no one, no one's going to let you sell them anything. And they just want information. We have a a attention span now that is shorter than a goldfish. 8.2 seconds. And it's not because we're dumbed down or that we're like mindless zombies. It's because we focus more intensely and more efficiently than ever. Yep. And if I get your precious attention and I don't give you the information you want right away, bang, you're gone. You're off. Dumbass goldfish will stay around for nine seconds. That's fine. But like a person is like, I'm paying attention to you. You better have something that I want. And so all the like neuro linguistic programming or closing techniques that the sales guys have taught you like it's all crap and none of it works anymore. It's more like, can you get to the point? Can you tell me what it is, how it works? Are you sure about that? Okay. How do we work together? Mm -hmm. Like those four steps that I take through in the book are basically like how you pitch anything.
1: How is how is it different from a because it, it it's actually conversely double to what a general elevator pitch would be isn't well, it a general yeah. ninety seconds is here's the thing it, but here's the here's oh, the 60, issue right is. I don't know. Here's what the problem. I don't know. Okay, it's like it's not just
4: about getting your basic idea. Okay, okay. It's about, how okay. do you create okay. engagement? Right? Like yep. Yep. How do you really pitch and present or influence somebody to do something? So how like, do you in like an your investor me
1: not not Anything. in like not in like an elevator with some random fucking. person No, and off.
4: think about it. Here's the way we taught you how to do an elevator pitch. Yeah. Um. Well, Logan, tell you what. I have an investment that will make you 10 times your money by the end of the year. Mm. And you lean in and go, ooh, tell me more, right? Does that sound how you would do that if someone said that to you in an elevator? You gotta get their You'd attention. be like, what yeah. the hell, right? Because <laughs> today in the world, if you start with a grand conclusion, like a big promise... People are like, you're fucking crazy. That's right. You're out of your fuck. Get away from Security. security. And then I'm trying to explain it to you while you're thinking this in your mind, this guy's an idiot. And that's like the disaster of what's called the state and prove method. And we've been taught that for the last 50 years by ad agencies and everybody like, give them something big to pay attention to and then prove it to them. Like, well, guess what? People don't buy into anything you say anymore. And what we teach and in the book and, and I do around the country is I teach the inform and lead method, which mm-hmm. is like, I'm going to give you the information and lead you to the conclusion. And it's what a storyteller does, right? It's why James Cameron can put you in a seat for three hours to watch a movie about a goddamn boat that sinks. And you know it sinks, <laughs> right? And you're not on your phone and you're not talking to people. You're watching the Titanic sink
0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: And it's because we inform you of the characters. We inform you of the story. And we lead you to that same conclusion. And you can do that in any picture presentation. You can use Hollywood storytelling to
1: lead your audience so that they come to the same conclusion you want them to. Did you just, mm. just three-minute rule us on the book or right Just a there? little bit, yeah. Oh, wow, I, wow. I was yeah. going to ask you to, and then I realized yeah. it was just done to me, and I'm yeah, sitting well, here, and I'm awesome. like, yo, how do I order this fucking thing? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, and, and listen, it,
4: it happened because I was not super happy with TV. TV was like, it's a tough business, right? Like, and you pitch, I, like, yeah, I've sold a ton of shows, but I've had... All, more, 10 times, 50 times more get passed on, right? And one time I was pitching my uncle at the Lux Hotel down here, and there's a whole bunch of people in a conference and, and it was really tight quarters, and he and I said, like, this is the show that they passed on, and he was like, oh my god! that's the best show I've ever heard in my life. And I was like, yes, it was. And then my ego was getting all flooded because he was so excited. And then people were coming around. I had like 15 people around me and I was pitching all these TV shows that the networks passed on. And they're like, you're the greatest. And I was like, thank God somebody feels like that. And the guy came up to me and he said, Hey, can you teach my clients to do what you do? And I was like, I don't know what your clients do. And he's like, can you teach my clients to pitch people and not put them to sleep? I have uh, like institutional investors listening to, Micro cap and small cap public companies, biotech engineers and oil and gas companies. And it's terrible. I go down to Florida and I watch an oil and gas company present for 22 minutes. It's the worst thing i would ever seen in my life. What would you rather do? (laughs) Like, I would rather eat your arm, right? Like, it was just like... It was, it was the worst right. thing I'd ever seen. Right. And so he begged me to come to LA and work with his thing. I redid his presentation. I didn't think a lot of it. It was not that difficult for me because I just looked at it like a TV show. Well, how would I explain this? Bang, 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 bang. And he left me a voicemail like uh, a couple weeks later and he just said, and he was, his voice was cracking, he's getting emotional. And he just said, listen, you changed my life. Like I I used to dread going on the road to go and sell this stuff. Now I'm so excited to talk to people. My wife thinks you put something in my drink. The stock is way up. Like (laughs) wow. I'll never forget what you did for me. And I was just like, What the hell, man? No network president had ever said anything like that to me before in my entire life. And as like a caveman. I'm one chromosome from a caveman. I'm like, mm, brand like being important. Brand should do more of this. And so that's where I'm. So then I start working. And by the way, you make money for an investment bank, as Orin would tell you, like, oh my God, did they love you? Because they didn't have to pay me. Yeah. The client paid me. Of course. And they sold out the stock, they made yeah. the offering. So they're like, oh we have another client. I was like, really? Let me go try that. And oh, it was a, God. a biotech company. Was, yeah. Type in, one dude. diabetes, anti-rejection therapy. And it's like some, <laughs> some scientist guys, the CEO, and he's got a wing of the Miami hospital named after him. And he can't explain what he does to save his life. I
1: can fix that. Yeah. You, say, you said, I can fix I that, can, that for I you. I can fix it,
4: man. <laughs> and so once you do that a few times, he's like, Oh, and then I got to go into like oxygen and pitch another TV show. Yeah. And it's like, and so when the money stopped being a thing and it wasn't chasing the dollar anymore, it's
1: like, well, now what am I going to do? You know, like, well, cause there's TV money and then there's pharma money. Right. And, and then there's invest and then yeah. there's like investment. And when you firm get money. to the sort of like
4: the, <laughs> like the top echelon of TV money, there's, there's only one more step to go. And like, right. I was a long way from getting there again. Like yeah, yeah. I had to build the company again. It's like, I just realized like the timing had changed. And it just like, once you get infected with the idea that you can help people and change things and I would see the same frustration in their faces, like, and it didn't matter if it was a PTA president of my friends, or my wife's, she just, they believe in their value of what they have to offer, but they can't make other people understand it. And like, to be able to unlock that for someone is like, Ooh, I like this. Yes. Tell me how great I am again, you know? And then you get on stage in front of a 2000 people at a conference and they're standing ovation from your speech that you've given 19 times and it's like, you get better every time. And, and then they're like coming to sign books for you. And it's like, Hmm, like I think I'm going to do this more. Yeah. And so I, I sold the book and that went well. And, and now, that's
1: the first, that's the, you're only oh, book yeah. there now, right? Oh
4: yeah. Like I quit TV and just like bang sold the book. And then just like, I'm out of here, bitches. I'm, and that I'm, was it.
1: I'm in the book process right now. Yeah. I got, a oh, book, it's, it's, it's fucking insane. I got a book is. coming out March 1st. That's, that's, I'll tell you the exact opposite spectrum. I'll tell
4: you the worst. And I wouldn't tell a lot of people this, but the promotion is really rough because you got to ask favors from everybody. Okay. That that is, is
1: really hard to do. Want to know who it's a little bit easier for. Yeah. (laughs) People like us, (laughs) you know what?
4: Because you'll see it's, it's harder than you think because the people that you get on your list right now, you don't want, you want people you can't get to. And that's what happened to me. And it's just like, you're going to find people that you thought you could get to that don't give you the time of day. I got people who did a lot for me that I can't get on their show.
1: And it's just like, Oh man. Oh, you mean going on shows? I was just talking about, I was just talking about like digital promotion and I have a, I have a, bit of a cheat on yeah, it just gonna, because yeah. because my book is about a, a really personal battle yeah and so when you say no to promoting my book you just said no to me I guess. as it. a human you know what I'm saying like yes. you're basically just saying I don't care about your but and here's what happens you like through. you want to get on the today show
4: or you want to get on right Kelly and Ryan that's tricky and it's just like I want to get on the view Yo, and like Mike on the today I think it's show. gonna happen I see oh it just I just I had a vision it's cause
1: of the topic though it's the topic is the opiate epidemic yeah. and so it's yeah. like a so big fucking topic you might have caught that
4: at the perfect time Everything works, right? Right? And like weird as that is to say, and I have a lot of friends in the TV business, and like I worked with Whoopi Goldberg for years and did a lot of stuff, and yeah. I was like, I can't get on the View because they're only doing political <laughs> stuff right, right now, right, right, right. And so when you ask somebody that, and I have, I have a couple other people that like I thought would say yes, and they're just like, no, man, sorry, can't. And you're just like, oh, wow. it just tears your heart <laughs> but out. But I just did like, all these favors for you. For so you just long. feel like you just feel like you're groveling for stuff again, yeah, and that's just yeah. for me. I found that difficult to do, you know. But so. you did it, now Yeah, it's because done. I'm like, I'm getting on Logan show. I want that, I like that, dude. I got to get on that show. And I told my, I told my publicist, I was like, listen, get me on that show. I like that, dude. And I would have, like, I would have pulled other strings. I was going to have Amanda and Batch come all at you, well, if I had to.
2: What's your relationship with Batch?
4: So we did, he did my podcast before, okay. we worked together a lot. Um, his movie stuff, because McGee's company and I are really close. And he's been in my house a couple of times. We have lots of fun. We're cool. Yeah, we're, we're cool. Mean, he's we're my cool, cool guy. <laughs> um, and same with the man Madness. He came out too. So I, I've been around that and I'd look to cast him and stuff too. But now, you know, he's a pretty big movie star coming yeah, up. Is. Yeah, so God sure, damn. Sure. Yo, that's Not a damn. man with talent. That man. dude is blowing oh up right on the edge.
2: Um, I was going to say, what is your... what? You do you do like 10 things. Yeah, too many. Uh, like, are you, are you an author? Are you still involved in TV at all? Are you uh, like a business coach?
4: You yeah, know? so the, the, I do TV a little bit okay. because I don't run a company anymore. I don't do it as a full-time business. If I have a great idea or you have a great idea and you connect you to somebody, like I like that side. Okay. I'll direct a movie once a year kind of thing. Really? I like, yeah, I like directing. So I'll do that. I had a couple movies do really well that I directed. That was fun in the ooh, documentary ooh, space. Would I, would I know any? Uh, yeah, that's a loaded question. We watched mm-hmm. some. We watched some you docs. Say, I'll tell you the title, then you say yes, you heard it. Okay, okay. it's like it was called "Why I'm Not on Facebook." Amazing. literally one great. of
1: the best docs I've ever was, seen. Yeah, oh it was God, good. I love these guys. Awesome. I love these guys. <laughs> <laughs> Professional. Tell God, us what well, <laughs> we can't be in showbiz. <laughs> exactly. Come on, and then, we'll you know, say anything you want. Just right, put right. us on the TV. <laughs> and then I did a follow
4: up called "Why I'm Not on Pokemon Go." That I did as a short.
1: Wait, what? <laughs> yeah oh dive, dive in on this yeah. one
4: so the why I'm not on Facebook I hated Facebook wasn't on social media I was gonna direct a, a documentary I decided to do it on my hatred of Facebook and my theory was Facebook is evil and it's all bad and then as I got into it I realized like okay well if I hate it so much, the problem is either me or the problem is Facebook. And so I go in to prove that it's like, aha, Facebook can cost you your job. But it's like, uh, the number one job recruiting site in the Shit. world is Facebook. Damn it. Facebook can cost <laughs> uh, you your relationship. Oh, my cousin got married because, because of so of much. Facebook, yeah. And then eventually you realize like, wait a second, this could be a me thing. And so, I okay. did this thing with Dr. Okay. Drew and it turns out it was a me thing Like we
1: were actually more yeah, concerned yeah. with Pokemon yeah, I was Go say, was Yeah, so then, <laughs> so then I did
4: so that was that movie did really really like really well as a doc so then I did a follow up because why I'm not on Pokemon Go I caught my daughter sle- sneaking out of the house in the middle of the night yeah, yeah, freaking yeah, yeah. out and she's like going to hatch eggs on Pokemon Go got to, got that to was do my, it.
2: wait wait hold on. she was ha- she was hatching eggs yeah. she wasn't trying to catch any Pokemon in particular no she had to
4: go walking yeah, to, to hatch walk, the egg. egg Yeah. wow Yeah. so I was just like wow. okay this is too weird right so I did the same format as the Facebook movies like okay so there's either I don't understand the idea but people love it so it may not be that it's dumb it may be that I'm not thinking about it right like maybe I'm the dumbass so <laughs> I spent time figuring out Pokemon Go I did a bunch of funny clips and stuff you guys might not think they're funny but the regular people thought yeah. <laughs> they were funny and, uh, and so it ended up finding out that hey you know what if she likes Pokemon Go I'm gonna start liking Pokemon Go because it connected us and if you have a 14 year old daughter or 13 year old daughter at the time like finding something to connect with Year oh, thirteen, yeah. and it was amazing, and yeah. so it was a huge thing. So I did it as a digital short, won a shit ton of awards, wow. oh, and well, nice. cool. so that was fun. So I liked that process, and that's how I spun the the podcast, right? But, but
2: you're not making a lot of money off of those films, are oh no. You? No, no. You just do it for fun? Like, I just do like yeah, I just projects? do it for
4: fun because I like it and passion, passion projects. Yeah. And, and listen, it's just part of the brand, right? And it's just sort of built. And <laughs> like then I did the podcast from that, which was each week I was gonna take a new topic that I didn't quite understand that people loved. And then I got into it. And I did cool. a bunch of the YouTube guys. What's at, that? At, What's at, that called? It's called Why I'm Not with Bram Pin Oh, okay, okay. Nice. But the problem was, is then like I was telling you earlier, like then you put us I put Rob Lowe on. As a celebrity, and it's like all of a sudden the views go way up on my yeah. podcast. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. And that's when I had Batch come out and do it. And like next thing you know, it's like, uh, why should I get Amanda on? Because she'll get lots of Bax. views. And it's just like, it turned into sort of like some hybrid celebrity chat show that's like, basically you get that stuff anywhere. So yeah. it stopped being like super fun for me, but we, it hit a million downloads. Yeah, so I was like, we, cool. So it's just weird. It's a hard
2: business, right? We, we wrestle with that a little bit. We were just talking about it between providing value yeah like actual value and entertainment so that's a balance in itself but also a balance in that we know that if we have austin mcbroom on or like tana or summer ray these podcasts are going to get a a shitload yeah. of views, but when we have um, Brand Pimvick, it's exactly. like brant, <laughs> brant, <laughs> no, you know? no, no, or like or like Peter Crone, like yeah, prob- probably probably yeah. one of the most value based kind of, yeah. valuable episodes ever. Like yeah. you will until leave it now. a better person In fact. until this episode, obviously. That's right. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, unfortunately, yeah. you know, not as many a people care about the things that they should care
0: yeah. about. Yeah. But, but I think the right people do. You yeah. know, you hit the you hit you do hit the valuable.
1: Well, and and I think I think we've obviously found the balance for yeah, it you know exactly. we found that you know every three episodes we do a value base and and mm-hmm. all, my my personal favorite and i think okay. i speak for everybody here on the on the set our favorite episodes are actually the ones with no guests right just we the boys, sit down do just the boys yeah. and we go crazy And people probably love that. they love them
4: well and i do now i'm doing this new podcast with this investment bank that hired me to do it and i'm basically interviewing iconic business leaders oh, nice. from all different businesses that have had huge ideas that have revolutionized that their industry oh, that's cool. and so it's like okay now that I'm interested in doing because I get to go talk to really cool people and talk about really cool stuff and have you done what have you done so far so like probably my favorite was Kathy Ireland Ooh. so it's like former supermodel what's going on billion <laughs> dollar a year the like two and a half billion dollar a year company top tw- top 10 licensing companies for the last 25 years
1: is her model still working like to, 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 yes. so she's a she's, she's crushing a it direct response conversion no, engine no no what, no. what she, she does she's a licensing machine
4: right okay so she
1: finds a product
4: that could do pretty well yep. she puts the licensing around it and then what, goes up, right and yeah. then goes quadruples their distribution and takes a fee on everything the small organization doesn't have to manufacture stuff i mean it's i mean she just crushes yeah. she's one of the most right, successful licensing again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah she's just <laughs> so she's big and i did um i did christy hefner so Hugh Hefner's daughter who ran Playboy as a public company for 25 years the longest running female CEO in public company history she does, uh, uh, wow. so she
1: does social, a lot of yeah. social media and she shit, was just right? like mm-hmm. she's just
4: a badass female CEO and you're just like god damn that was cool and you might think the reason she got to be the president of Playboy is because she was Hugh Hefner's daughter and then after you hear the interview you realize like whoa she was the only person to hire for that gig. Cause wow. she's just that badass. So it's that kind of stuff I re- that I really like. So I'll do some more of that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and like, yeah, the touring around and meeting with companies and speaking to companies and consulting and stuff like that. It's just, it's fun. It's pretty lucrative, but I'm just in the mode where I just want to have fun. And I was saying when I was touring your guys' compound here, it's like, Oh my God, you're the single version of me. Like this is <laughs> this is my life if I didn't get married and have kids at twenty one years old. Are you right? like you wait what? <laughs> yeah, twenty one. You got married at twenty one. Twenty one years old. Yeah. When you had kids at twenty one as I well. Had kids at twenty six.
1: Are wow. you still with the?
4: Yeah, twenty five years.
1: Congrats. Oh yeah, God. Congrats, yeah, baby. Congrats. how are
2: you still
4: cool? Um, I mean, listen, I I work really hard to uh, to make it feel like I'm cool, like. You're this doing is it. a lot of work to make you think I might be cool, yeah. It'll <laughs> all crumble good, at any moment. You're doing Whoa. a good job, yeah. dude. But like, you know, like your, your compound here, the fun zone here that like this is, like this is exactly what my house is, but just like a little bit of an older, nerdier... Sort a yeah. married dude.
2: Yeah, I'll get, I'll like, get
4: that. Yeah. It
1: also, it also depends on what wing of the house you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, true. we got some, we got a, we got a kid in this room right now. that goes to sleep at eight thirty p.m. Yeah, I shit you not, the yeah. kid eight thirty p.m. I won't call him out. It's the videographer. His name's Andre. <laughs> and he goes to bed around eight thirty p.m. And if he's up at like ten, he yeah. is cranky. But he I is do, cranky.
4: you know, listen, you, you do well. You get into a position, and now I run a travel and adventure club. Where, oh, I, don't, I just don't understand. It's it, so great. Yeah, what the fuck? Well, by the way, and that's a batch. Are
0: you launching rockets next? Yeah, what's hey, like? Listen, are you going to be in you, space? Is, is soon? your
1: biggest uh, motivator or driver of what you do in your oh, life boy, right now? Be, yeah. What makes you have fun? Joy. That's the number one amazing. driver of my life. Yeah, that's a great you remember, I, to be in. I got
4: married yeah. at 21. I was an entrepreneur since I was 18. I struggled. I struggled. I struggled. I made it. I I made it big. And now it's like all that I miss doing what you do like now with the fun and the girls and the people <laughs> and the call, co- like all the stuff you do here as just you, like the, you're your own person. I never had that. Right. Mm-hmm. I had kids. I had a wife. I was trying to pay a mortgage. I was trying to struggle and nobody believed in me. And it's like, then it worked. And so then I was just trying to get as much as possible and get my squirrel, grab it as many nuts as he can. And, like, yeah. and then I finally got to the point where it's like, okay, like I, I'm not going to get private jet money. Like, and, but I have every other toy. And so it's like, well, what's next? Like private jet money is way the hell up here. Yeah. And like everything I have is the same now. Like a bigger house is not going to have more rooms. Like, yeah, yeah, I got yeah. a theater. Like, what am I going like, yeah. what am I doing? Yeah. That's and so a then great, it's like, you that's a great, I only do what brings me joy. And that's what I found was I don't have this. I don't have a group of friends that I could just go grab my jet ski and go jet skiing. Right. <laughs> And so I just like, if I don't create this, I'm never going to do it. So Mm -hmm. I just started creating invites and inviting people to come do crazy stuff. And then it turned from 10 people that wanted to go to 50 to 500. Now it's, I have a, Club of 1,200 people. The Adventure Club? Yeah. That's amazing. And that's, wait, wait, wait. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I want to do an adventure. And you? so you do. Well, you know, you know Batch came on my Jet ski to Catalina one, right? What's Is there a website? Uh, uh, yeah, store? it's called RejectAverage.com. Yeah. Y- yeah.
0: You all pull it off. Y-
2: y'all, yeah. y'all Jet Skiing to that that like Catalina? I mean. You just yeah. jet
4: ski B- places? Batch what is I it went, called?
2: What
0: are you rejecting? RejectAverage. Reject. reject, average. Average. Re- reject. Com. reject average yeah. we should jet yeah. ski to hawaii we went to catalina because yeah, yeah. it's average and if you batch don't
4: came nolan Gould came facts? like a lot of guys going on that uh, that's me right? that's it, right? travel and adventure oh, wow playing. you can
1: do all that stuff we huh? do all that stuff <laughs> yeah yeah and Whoa. it's crazy
4: you want to hear the greatest batch story ever on this oh it's a huge musky yeah so we do all this kind of crazy oh, what crap. the fuck bro yeah, yeah. why are not we doing this shit listen man you're hard to get to buddy <laughs> you know what i mean i had to write a goddamn book Become semi sort of micro famous to just to get on this damn show. If you're watching this, this podcast and you
1: or somebody you roll with wants to be on this show, you need to find a mysterious man by the name hey. of Dylan. He's the only one, <laughs> yeah. that, can the only one that can for make it happen for you. And I'm not giving you any of his info. You gotta find it your fucking yeah, self.
2: <laughs> I'm to do this. Yeah. yeah take, us, cool. take us some more fun.
4: I, I got a lot of things. We do we do done really fun stuff. We like we did an exotic car rally. Up the coast of Monterey, we did Ooh. ten exotic cars, and we swapped cars every hour, which is oh, pretty fun. Dope. We just did five days Guadalupe diving with great white sharks. Is that that's what this is? Yeah, that that's a big old big shark. White... That was me filming that right there with my. Wow. Wait, that's you? Wow. That's me filming that. It's yeah. Amazing. That's, <laughs> no, that's
1: oh, okay, you were filming. I thought that was <laughs> you actually into you. An aquatic yeah. creature.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's a like a Hey, on. you drink? Do party? Are you? uh Dude, I'm kind of out of that mode. Yeah.
4: I mean, it's hard to get up. And like, Look, I owned shit, a bar like for a years. Shark. So like, once you own a bar for years and you see yeah. drunken morons, it really like puts it in perspective. When would like,
1: you shut it down? What, not the bar, but the partying. I mean, I'm probably 10
4: years ago. Like when the kids get a little older and they can watch that and they can see <laughs> like, I don't want to bring the <laughs> Oh, <thing down. laughs> uh, I want my
1: kids to see
4: me. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, like, hammered. they're like,
2: dad,
0: so why are you eating my you baby that. food? I tell you, I tell That's you fucking funny. weird.
4: So King Batch comes on this jet ski adventure, right? It's the first time I met him. And we jet ski all the way to Catalina Island. And part of the thing is you swim through this cave and then you go up on this rock, big rock, and you do a cliff dive, right? And if the tide's high, the cliff dive's probably 15 feet, a little bit scary. When the tide's low, it's like, could be 30 feet, really scary. And it was low that day. So he gets up to the edge of the thing, right? And he's kind of like, oh, 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 I don't know. And he's like, oh, and he's like crawling, like he doesn't want to get to the edge. And I'm like, oh my God, because I'm like guiding everybody over, you yeah. know? And I was like, oh, dude, like you don't have to do this. Like it's just fine. Oh, and then like, and I'm thinking to myself, oh God, man, I'm like, Batches can you even awesome. swing? <laughs> yeah. like, can yeah. you swim? Like, I mean, I don't want to be stereotyped, but like, yeah. you're okay, right? Because you, you got to throw your life jacket in first. You can't oh, die with shit. life jackets. So I'm like, oh my God, this is going to go so bad. And he's nervous. And he walks right to the edge, and he's like, and he flips around, bang, and does a full oh, backflip off oh, the thing. Shoot. Full backflip—that's so on brand for him. So he was just playing with you, bro. He was totally, he was totally, yeah. What a badass, bro! You would have loved this. So there's about 15 of us. We get to Catalina Island, taking place where we're gonna have lunch, and people see him and they lose their minds, right? Hey Batch, oh my god, I get it! And so I have a bunch of nerdy executives. That's what my club is full. A lot of these guys that don't do anything normally, and they come up for this kind of stuff. And they're like, "What's going on here? I don't understand." Like, and he goes and he's like, "Are you famous or something?" Oh my god, that yeah. is
2: my least favorite yeah. question ever. Oh Some girl asked me this at yesterday. She goes, she comes up to me, and leaves me. She goes, I saw this. She goes, "Wait, who are you?" I go, uh, "Logan." She goes, "Wait, are you famous or something?" Oh my god! <laughs> oh,
0: even with the eyebrows, she hits yeah. you with those wait, eyebrows,
2: bro. They judge me for oh. their question. They go, they go wait, are you
4: famous or something? It looks and like then I'm like, a yeah. or something. Yeah. like a oh my fart. God, it's so great. I don't, I mean, I don't fucking know it's I'm weird, dancing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he, by the way, he handled it so cool. He's like, ah, just with the kids and stuff, no big deal. And I was like, dude, you have no idea. Like, but I was bugging my body. I was like, you, you look
1: like a total fool. Like,
4: damn. Great. Yeah,
1: Going on your tour though yeah. and, and having that scenario happen is actually super valuable for the influencer because yeah. when anytime you can make business leaders or investment oh, firm man. leaders say, yes. "Wow, that kid can make an emotion happen or yes. make someone buy something," doing, doing, dong, the yeah. money starts like everybody wants to be Logan's friend. Yeah. Like, yo, how can we use this kid to? And it happens quite a bit, like,
4: yeah. um, But but what's great is like I get to pick because it's not I run it through my nonprofit right, right? right so it's right. like the, the adventures don't cost very much. I get to pick who goes. So it's like I take 12 people here or five people there. Or we go up, you Dude, know, that's awesome. snowmobiling. And it's like I only do it because I just want to have fun. It was like, what would I have done if I was 24 years old and I had this kind of money? Like, this mm-hmm. is the kind of shit I would have done every day. I would have just gone. So I do th- like three adventures a month. And I'll just pick shit. stuff and go, you know, and it's just like, but I three produce a month? it. Yeah, I produce it like a TV show. Like, I Yo, produce you, the How adventure. are you making money right now?
1: Yeah. Currently, yeah. Just, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Is it is it, yeah. He's like, it's I've been asking him the same question. No. I want to hear this answer.
4: There's a, there's a couple of pieces. One, I get paid real well to consult. Like when you, okay. your company wants to come in, I I charge a lot. Dude, of money.
1: consulting money is yeah. so good, dude. Yeah. If and you ever find a way to find to dig a hole into the consulting dude. world, it is mind blowing yeah. how much money you can make off fucking consulting. And I get paid
4: quite a bit to come speak at a convention or whatever. Okay. I get paid, so that works out pretty well. And like, I don't want to seem like I'm trying to figure out how to say this without being a dick, but like. <laughs> it's hard to get out of the way of money. If you have skill and you have ability and it's Facts. not part, like it's, you can't go very far without it whacking you in the face. Yeah, right. Like yeah. you, uh, I mean, think about it. Like <laughs> when you, once you started making money, doesn't matter what happens, you're still making money. It's a little. You change what you do a little bit. You change this, and it is like, yeah, I made a ton of money when I was doing TV, and now I'm like, I'm not even sure if I made it as much. I don't make them as much as I did last year. I do agree. Now, but, I do
2: agree. I think it's like a. I think it's formulaic. Like it's a code you could crack yeah. for sure. Well, just like his, it's just
4: like the people well, who, who work all, hard and have skill and see opportunity and can deliver like you may not make the same amount of money that you did something else, but it's like, it's it's there, right? And right now, it's just it's not a driver of what I do because, again, I'm never getting a private jet money in my mind, so I'm fine with that. Yeah. You're selling I'm not, yourself short. Nothing I do now is gonna affect my sort of the money I have. Like, it's, you know, I'm fine. You, so it's just like, I'm more concerned with like, what is joy? Like, how do I get joy? Because I, I don't, I donated 20 years of my life to make money and sacrifice joy. Yeah. So it's like, what should, what are you thinking? I should put five more years in yeah. and then go have fun. Yeah. Eight years more. Like, how many more years before I actually say, okay, now I've, I put in. Now I'm gonna take it out. Like, yeah. and I said this to my wife. I was like, listen. I'd rather spend all of our money over the next twenty-five years and then when I'm seventy years old, like have to find some job as a Walmart greeter. Like I'd rather do that oh, than you'd put be in a
2: great Walmart I greeter. Would, oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah but I
4: don't want to spend five more years grinding it out for money that I'm not even spending. Yeah, like what is the you, point? You, you
2: you you may be wired though, like innately, given the, what you do in that you're so used to rejection rejection and innovation <laughs> in, in pitching shows. Yeah. Where like you, you have to Come up with something that works. Yeah. So, like, or, or you're, when you were in the TV business or like you fail or you fail. Yeah. So, I've been kicked so, in the nuts so, so many times. So, I'm, I'm okay with it. So when you don't, if something isn't making money or you want to find a new way to make money, you're wired in a way that like you can just do that yeah. because you're used to um, going from A to B to C to D. Yeah.
4: And when I met and did the book, I was like, if I never make another penny. Like if I never make any more money, like I'm okay. I, like if it never gets better than this, this is fine. I got real estate stuff. Like yep. it's, I'm not going to go broke no matter what I do.
1: Yeah. And you know that. And by the way, the, the, the thing and I f- wanted to you say, figure when it you,
4: out. If yeah. You just figure it out. If it's always on your brain, it's all you think of, yeah. then it consumes time. And it's like, I decided to take a year and see if I could live like that. Like, I don't care what I spend. I'm just going to do my thing and not think about it. And it was the greatest year of my life. Oh, sure. I wrote the book. I went on all these adventures, had fun. It's like, okay. I'll try one more year like that. And if I get to the point where it's like, Ooh, I think I need to go make some money. Like it'll happen. It's fine. Mm -hmm. It's, it seems to be working well. I just want to have fun all the time. That's Mm -hmm. what I want to do as much as I can. And we'll see if I get tired of that. I'll figure something else out. It's a good life. Fun is, that's the thing. Fun is fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, and like, It absolutely is. There's no fucking question. And by the way, like you've trained, you're trading that right? Like right now in your world, like you have access to like, funds, you could do anything you want. You're super physically fit. You don't have any anchors. Not that my kids are anchors, but anchors (laughs) and like a wife and a kid's like you could literally spend every single day trying to figure out how to cram more and more joy into your life. But you work and you work your ass off and you train for a fight and you dedicate months of that. So it's like you are making trade-offs every day and it's right in front of you. Like I've been, I did a tour of your place. Like this is a fun zone and you spent how many hours today working, Right. (laughs) <laughs> like a lot all the answer's all all of them so it's like you're making this though. trade I know you so, so I was gonna, I was gonna ask, ask you it's work
2: but I really do enjoy what of I course. do so yeah. it doesn't feel like I work can you imagine and, if it started to
4: feel like you worked
2: I I, I I attempt to stay away from anything that makes me feel like that it's kind yeah. of my rule if I feel right. like it, sometimes I will put in like the work yes but like even boxing training. I thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah. I really enjoy being regimented, even though it's, mm-hmm. I'm putting my body through hell. It's fun for me. So I, do you feel like that with the things when, when you're consulting or work, Is it, does that bring joy to you or yes. is it literally only a travel adventure? It course?
4: does because it, it's different every time it's new companies, but I, I do find sometimes like I'll take a gig and it's like, I'm not, I'm not winning anything here. I'm just helping these people say their crappy message a little bit better. And I've actually worked with companies where I'm working on their investor presentations and, and their thing for a public company. And I'm like... Shit, I'm gonna go home and short your stock. Like mm. I'm trying to help you mm. tell mm. a better story, but your story sucks. Your your company's not good, and your stock is gonna go down over the next six months. So like I'm gonna go short it when I get home. But they're paying me to help them, so I don't do any of that anymore. Because that's <laughs> you're like not work.
1: eating on both sides. though. No. <laughs>
4: and and again, I don't know how to say this without sound like a dick, but like <laughs> it's hard. Like <laughs> I like that uh, preface. Uh, like a, a the softest way to say it is a big big deal for huge money is just as much work as a little tiny deal for a little bit of money. Mm. And mm. when you start realizing it, it's like, oh my God, like reading a copy for an ad of a company is going to pay you almost nothing or a huge mega sponsor, mm. same read, same stuff, mm. same work. It's just like, okay, well, what if I only did big company stuff? Yeah, what if yeah. I work with people that could bring me like big monster oh, stuff? Like, no to That's time. right. Yeah. And it's like, you know, so I got to learn to do that better. Cause I just want to help people. And like, when people email me and say like, can you help me with my pitch? My instinct is like, yes. Oh God, you're going to think I can be important to somebody again. Like that's the narcissist in me with mixed with this healthy, like this unhealthy sort of insecurity that I have, like causes me to like help people for free all the time. Cause I want to be important and, they can say nice things about me. So a,
1: I love to hear that it's self-aware. A, it's, a, it's a complex for sure. You're like I help people because it makes me feel fucking good. Yeah, Not because I want to
4: help those that's motherfuckers. Pretty well. that's, that's pretty well the driver right there. That's what happens all the time. So it's yeah. kind of crazy. Have you, Have
2: you gotten good at and comfortable with saying no?
4: Nope. Well, Hey, that wasn't bad. Wow, um, that. Nope. No, I can't. I'm, I'm miserable. And that's why I don't like, That's why I don't run companies anymore because I was bad with employees. If you worked right for me, like right beside me, then yeah, you are cool. But anybody else was like, it was a disaster because I just can't, I can't displease people. Mm -hmm. Like, what if you don't like me? Like, it's a disaster. Mm -hmm. Like, so, and I just can't do things and saying no to people and like, that just doesn't work for me. And So I try to keep myself out of that situation as much as possible. And uh, it ain't easy, but it's just, I'm, I'd rather... Do things that I probably should have done, like charged more or I probably shouldn't have done and I still had fun rather than go through the pain internally of saying no to somebody. But like, again, I'm at a point where I can afford to, to make mistakes and do that because it's yeah. not ruining my career
2: anymore. Yeah, I I also have a problem with that. It's rough, right? Yeah, like, I, I, yeah. I, I, that's why he's here. Yeah.
4: I'm well, and guy, having that uh, third person that you can always d- deflect to is is good. But is that, then, is that your guy or dude? Nobody says no. That's your like yeah. That's Bye. your mic. Nice.
1: Bye. I, I have, like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking like me? Say it to my face. <laughs> dude, you fucking like me? I have called Oren with
4: a deal. Like somebody calls me and asks me to do something big, and I'm like. I you know, I'll get off the phone like I have no idea how to price that. I don't even know what it's supposed to be. I'll call Oren and he'll be like, You don't want to do that. Here's why you don't want to do that. You're not gonna do that. That's ridiculous. That's so much work and I was I like, it. Oh my god, he's right and I was telling these people yes before I even thought about it, you know? Mm. Have you ever, have you saved ever said, my said ass. to him
1: my uh, ability to help you is dependent on your ability to listen to my advice. It, it, yeah. You know, here's
3: what I said. I go, Brant, tell me who told you to say that. It's so, seriously, like, give me their number. call them. Tell them never to
1: talk to you again. <laughs> so, wait, he's, so what you're saying is he's me mixed with Dylan, basically, because that's what it seems like. <laughs> <laughs> he's me mixed yes. with Dylan. Yeah. A really wow. excited no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I love it.
4: You know, and that's, it's important to have mentors oh, in yeah, that space. Sure. Now, what's, what's hard for you is like, who mentors you on this stuff? Like honestly, it's what I friend. mean. It's not easy. Yeah, it though, is right? one of my. Yeah, it's, tough.
2: it's one of my. Uh, I don't want to say regrets, but it's one of my deepest wishes in life. I wish. I, I, I love paving the way and being the trailblazer and yeah. like cr- literally drawing the bl- the blueprint. But also, yeah, there's no one. There's no one here to mentor me. I'm, yeah. I'm figuring the shit out every day. And that's I learn a tough. Little more It's well, it, it's tough because it can it's led to my downfall a lot of times just cause I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm in the midst of growing up and I've always, uh, had a tendency to mature a little slower than my peers and also trying to take over an industry. Yeah. And it, and, and, and you're doing <laughs> so both at the hard. same time. And, and by the way, it's, I'm not insulated by, uh, a team of producers who uh, who don't know or when the audience or time know. Yeah. you don't yeah.
4: have time yeah. you put your shit out on there now and you get feedback right this moment the decisions you make right now I was affect gonna, you I was gonna ask which about is this. so crazy it's it, not but
2: it's all I know and by the way I love it because because bro my attention span you said the average is eight seconds mine's probably two to three seconds I know like legit so I'm. I am obsessed with the instant gratification that is social media. I don't know if it's super healthy, but how do you ha- how do you have the patience for Hollywood? because you, you you talk fast, I'm sure you think yeah. fast. I'm sure you, I, I bet I you don't. fucking walk fast, bro I do I bet you walk fast yes,
4: my I bet you fill up your gas tank fast yeah. <laughs> faster than the average. But, so, um, how do you have patience for Hollywood? I don't. I had patience for Hollywood when it was my job and it was torture because Mm -hmm. what happens is in Hollywood, anybody could get that job. You have to be nice to everybody. That's why the let's do lunch happened, right? (laughs) Is because you have to, you don't know when that person's getting this job or that job or when they can do you a favor, when they can introduce you to somebody. And so you have to put up with stuff that you would never put up with happening in your real life. And that used to make me crazy Mm -hmm. because it's just not the way I was brought up. It's not the way I understood relationships or life. And it's just like, I had a network executive who ran a big, big, big network. And you'd go in and pitch him a show and he would be all excited about it. Yo, I love that. Such a great idea. Oh, it's amazing. And you'd leave there all excited. And then you tell your bosses or your friends or your agents, Oh my God, this is good. We're going to have this happen at ABC. Yep, yep. And cause I, I want to put him on blast without saying his name. So, and, Oh, mm-hmm. ABC is going to do this. Right. And then you know, you'd wait to call and you'd call me like, hey, did you did you pitch it up? And he wouldn't answer oh, and he wouldn't call you back. And then the ghosted. agent would call and he would be ghosted.
2: Yo, yo but but he's a dude <laughs> who common. may also have a problem saying no.
4: I get it. Like we like some people. Can, I get it. Uh, but then I, what happens I, is you're kind of guilty of that. OK, like <laughs> so then so, the agent saying, hey, man, we're just going to assume it's a pass because I can't get him on the phone. Yeah. And you're like,
1: oh, what the hell?
4: <laughs> and then you have another pitch on the books and you got to go up there 6 weeks later and you walk into the room hey oh hey how you doing man good to oh, see you again no. oh what's going on oh yeah and you do the same damn routine again of course and you go and it's like then you just pretend it doesn't happen or you see him at the real screen party oh hey what's up man and then someone asks oh yeah we're buddies and it's like the if up. this was real life and you ghosted me
1: we'd be done yeah. and do you yeah. not talk about it like you just skip that it happened or you do, s- of do course you, you skip that it oh, okay. happened because you need that rela- you need, need the that relation yeah. and what's crazy is in your, in your messed
4: up brain you think that for some reason if he kind of thinks you're still buddies he's gonna buy a show from you that he wouldn't have bought normally which is <laughs> such trash <laughs> because I have friends who have been the presidents of networks and they didn't buy shows from me right. they can't buy shows that aren't Good, Good enough to make it. Just, yeah. There's 57 people that have to sign off, but for some reason we feel like, oh, I gotta kiss everybody's ass all the time, just in case that moment comes so my pucker is ready. What yeah. if you've kissed?
1: Ugh. What if you've kissed all 57 asses? That's what you do. Yeah.
4: <laughs> that is, by the way, that's how the business
1: because works. because in this world, if you didn't kiss one of the asses or by the way you yes. pissed one of the asses off you you're, it'll get to 56 ass. and your show's dead right. because 57 said fuck that it, guy basically yeah. it just
4: creates the scale right like how good does your show have to be to get through the the list and yeah, move yeah, yeah. and so if everything's even everybody's here if you have great relationships and you know everybody you lower the bar eh, a little bit yeah. if you piss off certain people oh, the bar gets higher and it, when you're a game of inches and you're talking about millions and millions of dollars right the biggest loser is a multi-billion dollar franchise <laughs> Right. Bar rescues, half a billion dollars probably our company made on that. Like that pay for my house. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah, my yeah. car is a bar rescue car. Like, so you're talking about major, major life changing moments based on one yes or no. And for me, when I started my own company, I had a big show at Sci-Fi, and we were about to go into production. We've been working on it for a year, getting ready to go. Everything was good. we were so excited. I get a call from a, one of my executive friends who just said, hey, man, show's dead. We're killing it. Finance came in they don't want doing big competition shows. Killed it right there one phone call. So, I went in my company that's a 6 million dollar piece of business that show. I went from being 2 million dollars over projections for the year, so you know the studios all excited everybody's dancing in the streets, right? Under. To 4 million under in September. Okay? Oh, the There's no making that up by the end of the year. It doesn't exist. So, instead of being the hero, it's like you instantly feel like the goat. And when I was running my own company completely on my own, I realized like every single phone call was like that. Like if the buyer at Oxygen or at NBC said, yes, we want to develop it. Oh, I'm happy. If they said no, we're passing I'm like, oh, I'm sad. And then as you go through that, you're like, what am I doing <laughs> this exhausting. for? It's like, It's exhausting and and I'm not even spending the money. Like I'm just putting it away like for when? Like years later when I'm too increpid to work, I'm going to need this extra. Like like, what am I doing? When you're
1: 322 years old. Why am I going through this, right? And it was just like,
4: I was like, forget it. I'm done with this. And so that was it. I just didn't want to give somebody else that kind of control over me. And it's probably like what you went through in your early days on YouTube. Like one person would make a nasty comment on your video and it would like ruin your day. And it's like, at first,
1: it's hard to deal with. Right. And And you got to get over it. You got to get over it. Because to be honest, you like. No, no, I always say people that comment negatively, right? They're they're commenting negatively about themselves. Well, it, it has nothing to do with the content. They're trying okay. to get a rise. They're trying to make up for the fact that they have a little dick. Like it's always well, some fucking thing. Let's dude, imagine you know? that every
4: negative comment you got cut your revenue in half. <laughs> and if yeah, you got nah, enough nah, negative nah. comments, <laughs> you got no money from that That'd video. That'd be, That'd be a, That'd that's, be a problem. that's by the way, that's TV. Every time you go out, you get a negative comment, mer- no revenue get negative comment no revenue keep going till you get one and then you get one in the air you're so excited oh you didn't get season two sorry no more revenue so oh you hired all these people to produce the show guess what go fire them all because we're not doing season two so digital
1: technically Whoa. democratized yeah. the world I yeah. mean, at the end of the, that's the story at the end of the day you yeah. know I made it made it so there aren't these massive pitfalls unless you have a massive pitfall of that's course right. but for the most part they're little you know bleeps and you can get past things yeah. and you can move on yeah. absolutely mm-hmm what, uh, I'm I'm just curious, did you have a
2: show that you thought was f- phenomenal, a great idea and it did not get picked up and oh my ma- God. maybe to this day you still think it, it, it had a place in, on TV?
4: I mean, I've had so many of those. It was crazy. Like so many shows that I'm like, oh my God, that was the greatest show. Like it happens all can, can, can you, can the you, time. Can you say
2: one of them or is it like, is it protected IP or something?
4: No, I don't care about the protected IP anymore. I just got to pick one that I was like, that was one of my favorite shows of all time. So I did one with Michael Strahan called Power of the People, CBS that should have gone on. And it was like, hey, humanity can do amazing things when we work together. Yep. Imagine if I gave you, Logan Paul, a thousand people in your driveway to go command. What Ooh. could you build? What could you do? That's awesome. Yeah. You, right? can, fix awesome. you can fix
1: the education system yeah. with that many Not people Not on the air. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Here's another one. You ready?
4: Remote chef. Okay. You can't cook to save your life. I'm nope. going to make you cook the hardest five-star meal you've ever tried in your entire life. But don't worry, because Bobby Flay is in your ear and he's got your eyes. Oh, and shit. he's talking you through cooking this amazing thing. That's right. cool, that too. On, I though. know.
3: That went on air with family. The mother
4: in the year. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. it when He's like, I know all show. about know that, all that shit. Went. Do you think some of this is shut down because of, like, other people's interests? No, it or? just... It, things just don't work out. Sometimes they work. Sometimes they don't. You know, like, I... Family business shows. I've had literally hundreds of them like that, where you're like, Oh my God, that was the greatest show ever.
1: There's so many factors. I mean, we talk about yeah. it here sitting on the podcast that like the, the network's just like, I don't really like that idea. That's never the case. The network's overspent on this okay. show. So now they can't afford that one. Or this, the one's network- called, this
4: is a pro one I did with Mark Cuban. It's called the white room. Guess what? You, everybody learns things on YouTube now, right? That's yeah. how we learn things. I lock you in a box for 72 hours, nice. giving you one thing to learn. You got locked in this box and you spend all your time in this white room learning this thing. When you open the box, you're on stage. And you walk out live and it's like, okay, can you juggle the chainsaw? Okay, you know. Oh
1: my god. Holy that's cool too. Shit. Shit. He's, like he's like, and we tried the chainsaw juggling act and, and it, it didn't it, work out very couldn't well. Couldn't get it sold. <laughs> producer's wow, head was great cut idea. Off. I know. By Yo. the way,
4: this is how it started. See when I was at the Lux Hotel, I was doing this and everybody's like, Oh my god, that's a smart idea. See how much smarter I feel now? That's that's the business. I could steal
2: these from my YouTube channel. You can have all of them. You can have all of them Yo, Why don't you give how us this? a little Can you give us a little about a restaurant about that you've
4: never heard of before That is about to go under Decides to create their signature disc You know like there's the Pink's Hot Dog What if we created the craziest idea in your restaurant It's the slow cooked beef that takes nine days to cook Like we, just give it a shot yeah, before we, you close
1: the doors Yeah like here, we're, gonna, we're
4: gonna build a 30 foot slow cooker And we're gonna put the meat on one side It takes nine days And customers come <laughs> in and they mark their meat Nine days ahead of time to get their reservation Whoa. Right So at these restaurants they be, You create their signature <laughs> Your dish, right? And you create these cool, over-the-top dishes that they sell, and that's what. Well, they did come you ever for come up with a second
1: at, one, or was it just the nine-day brisket?
4: Uh, well, we had like the you do make like, the world's biggest burger and stuff like nice. that, where you have a you. Everybody comes with a measuring stick, and let's like you decide where you want. Like we come up with all these outrageous dishes where people were like, "Okay, great, it's the longest string of spaghetti." They make one string twenty-six <laughs> longs, and they make it into one.
1: You ever? Do you ever and, use yeah. any extracurriculars to get to those ideas? You know, do a little ayahuasca and go out in the middle of the fucking desert. I mean, I know that has
4: been. <laughs> a popular sort of talk about how we do these like executive retreats yeah, and stuff like yeah, that to try yeah, to yeah. come up with stuff, which yeah. is kind of pretty funny, but it's like, no, like rituals it's a or anything like just like, no, some it's blood a, for- it's a formula. The, no. Group, what, no? what worked on somebody else's channel? Let's do a version of that. Why don't we change this channel? How do we do this to this? Yeah. You know, I did one with McG. Are you ready? You've seen amazing race. Yeah. A bunch of morons trying to happily make their way across these simple thing with puzzles. Like, Oh, how do I assemble this Ikea thing? What if we did amazing race for the smartest people in the world? Engineers, MIT people that come together, yeah, and great. they have to build their way across. So I mean, every, you know, what they mean?
1: say every piece of art is. Hey, you know, and
2: you know, we tried yeah. out for that. Me and Jake, Amazing Race, really? and they didn't
1: like,
4: do it.
2: Uh, we did not do it uh, because it was like a, it was like an influencer season. Oh God, yeah. And we were like, eh, we don't really want <gasps> to. And, and by the way, mm. we we spent the three days at the facility yeah. filling out the papers, doing the four hour tests, yeah, sleeping overnight, and we're like. We finally sat down with the execs, and we told them this beforehand. We told them that if there was going to be any other social media stars, we were not interested. And we just repeated ourselves in the meeting, and yeah. the, the one guy piped up. He's like, so you're saying if there's any other influencers, you're not going to do it? And I looked at Jake. I was like. That's what we told you. No, we are, <laughs> I thought we made that clear. He's like, well, then I don't think this is going to work. I was like, oh, you just wasted three days of my yeah. time. I hope your season sucks.
4: <laughs> and guess what it
2: fucking did. Who was on it?
4: Well, the difference you know is. You who
2: was on it? Uh, Cole LeBrant, the oh,
1: Jesus-loving
4: yeah, yeah, firefighter. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 wow. Well,
4: because that, casting you in that moment made you bigger than the show, right? And then so that show would benefit from you more than you would have benefited from the
2: show. Oh, yeah, bro.
4: And if they would have done it, you just cast it in a normal sense, like in a normal season, then it would have benefited you more than the show would have benefited, right? Because you would yep. have got the, yep. you would have got the upswing from being on The Amazing yeah. Race as a normal contestant. Yeah. So they positioned it wrong.
2: I can't, that. I can't believe the amount of, uh um, preparation and uh, yeah. research that goes into finding the contestants
4: and yeah, your you talent and spend two million dollars an episode you can afford to do that kind of stuff. That is insane. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, yeah. I mean it happens. That's what we do. Jake's you know? wedding was the
3: greatest example of traditional versus digital. Oh and my god.
2: Like oh my god. Jake's wedding was crazy because MTV, MTV, MTV was like scattered around yeah. this house like trying to keep up with Jake, Tana, the
4: manager. It was, for you, though. It's, yeah. it was nuts. By the that way, was and that's, disaster. that's TV and movie like scripted TVs up here. And then movies are another layer of ridiculousness yeah. of how many people mm. I remember when, um, Nathan, for you, came to film with me, and yeah, and so I was on the show, and we did a whole thing, and he and he said something to me like, "Yeah, well, I'm a reality show too," and I laughed. I was like, "You got 46 people in my conference room, like you are not a reality show, dude." Yeah, whatever, man. Yeah. So it was pretty. It was. It's been crazy. Um, I'm hungover. So just
3: you'll love his first notes that he got from the network on
2: Bar Rescue. Those will help us with the
1: hangover. You think?
3: Wait,
2: say it again. Say it again. You'll love to
4: hear. Oh my uh, god, that's good on Bar Rescue. That's The
2: first good, uh, notes you got on Bar Rescue, on Bar Rescue. So like, like wait, you shot the pilot? Or, yeah, or, or? so
4: So what happened was and, and the reason why this is so relevant Because I do tell the story now Is because when I got the notes for the book Because I never, like I don't even read books, right? So like, why are you paying me six figures to write a book? Like it's just the craziest okay, thing right? okay. So I'm like, oh my god, I'm so nervous, right? So it's like, I write, it takes me forever to do the two chapters. And in a book thing, you got to send them two chapters first after you start writing. And then they say like, oh, we like your direction. Oh, we'd yeah. like that you consider this. Let's bring you somebody else to talk to or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you're nervous about what happens. So they, the guy calls me back, my editor He says, hey, listen, we scanned through it. It looks like you're in the right uh, space. I'll send you some detailed notes later, but for now, just keep going the same trajectory off you go and do these notes. Like after you're done the rest of the book, just keep going. Okay, good. I'm so excited. Off we go. Then he emails me like four days later, Hey, uh, I got this, some notes for your first chapter. Um, you know, just don't worry about them for now. Just keep going. So I'm like, okay. And then he emails me like 10 minutes later and he goes, Oh, Hey, by the way, I just don't want you to think that when you read the notes that we aren't happy, like we are happy with how it's going. Like, I just don't know if I conveyed that really in my notes. Okay. And I was like, Oh crap. Yeah. So I literally have to pull the car over, like get the phone into like hotspot mode, like pull up the <laughs> no, laptop. Like, Oh my God, what did he say? And his notes were like, oh, I wonder if the audience might like this a little earlier. Oh, great point here. What if we yeah. could expand this? Like the softest, like, oh, you're st- your talent brand. <laughs> which was just the craziest thing. And so I wrote in the note, which is what the first note we got back on Barreski. I was like, hey, uh, just so you know, Coach, like, like, here's the first note I ever got back on Barreski on the pilot. It said, nothing else, but this is the worst piece of shit I've ever seen. Do you even know how to make television? That was it. That was the note. You. That was it. Yo, that is. That's not a note. That yeah, was
1: the note. That was the pilot. was that? How is that I,
4: it came from Sharon Levy. Oh,
1: baller.
4: Yeah. Boss. She is. She's amazing. And I, mean, I love she, her. She messed up on that one though. Yeah. No. No. By the way, it may have been. I don't know if it was the worst piece of shit you ever seen. But like, it's a pilot. That's the process. I was, And that's that was the, the relation we have. No, and by the way, it was like, and and by that time, it was with the, you know, it's with the edit team and the guys who are in the mix of it. Like they're the ones who have to deal with it. I was just like, oh, that's a note. Wow, I aspire I mean? to get
1: to a place in life where I can yeah, give notes well, like, like that, where your note is just like, hey, this is equivalent to a flaming piece of dog shit. Get yeah. this the fuck away. And from me. In, And then it comes <laughs> in, and the person Uber, says, and then you're like, Damn no, no, it. and the person says, wow because that person said it, this is a flaming piece of dog shit. They don't even question it for a second. Dude. Well, and, it, and then they go back it, and they fix it. By the yeah. way, it's just fix it. It's not like, yo, this has no value. Yeah. It's just this is flaming, currently... Flaming
0: dog shit does have
1: value well, because it's, it's producing heat. Ready yeah. for this? In its current <laughs> it's, it's, form it doesn't, but when it becomes methane and you can utilize... I don't fucking now, know, dude. <laughs>
4: the truth is it also shows you where you are in the pecking order, right? Because... If you take that note, that's where you are. And I know producers that if they would have got that note, they would have driven over there and kicked the doors in and right, like right. lit the place on fire. And there's producers she would never send that note to. Mm. So that's the sort of the jockeying for a position in, in Hollywood. And you always want to be the person who, when the network gives you a note, you send it back and say, go fuck yourself, take the tape or don't. And there are producers. Craig Poligian does that whenever he wants. Like, if you don't send him notes like that, because he will tear a strip off you and, like, call your boss and, like he'll ruin your life Wow! because that's, that's the level he plays at. Right. And he, I, Craig, Craig I passed on a show at the network and he didn't like that. He went around, around me, my boss, and went to the head of the entire corporate organization and got in a fight with him and be like, this is total bullshit. And he's like, and the guy bought the show and he came back to us and be like, yeah, well I bought the show around. Now you got to produce it. And I was like, that guy is a gangster. Wow. That's how it works. Wow. That's awesome. And I always say like, I want to be somewhere between where I am on the tough guy and Craig Pelidian. Like, how do I get a little closer to the balance? The balance, yeah. So,
2: more travel adventure trips.
4: That's right. That's the only thing. Joy. Joy. Joy.
2: <sighs> I'm going to go take a nap and That's get joy in that way. <laughs> Yo, Brad, thanks
4: for coming on, bro. Listen, man, this is a very, very, very big honor for me. I've yeah. been a big fan of you guys for a year. Appreciate like, you. I've watched your guys' career from the beginning because i watch watched talent. So, I saw right at the uh, very uh, beginning, uh, I saw you and your bro, and I was just like, these guys are super interesting and nice. I've seen every iteration that you guys have gone through and it's just like, crazy. I know and I appreciate everything you guys have done and how you've done it. It's super impressive.
2: Crazy, crazy, bro. Where can they find you on our social media?
4: I am at Brant Penvidic, and you can get more about the book at Three Minute Rule.
2: Let's go. Nice.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Impulsive,
2: the number one award-winning podcast official. in the it's world. Official. We love you guys and we'll see you next episode. Take Validation.
4: validation. Peace. <laughs>